1933. My daddy owns the globe. The whole of America is abuzz with talk of expeditions to the Antarctic. Look at this, Jim. The Adelaide Penguin. So delicate, so fragile, so unique. Hand me the evil jar. Starkweather and Moore lead a group of scientists, engineers and journalists to investigate the ill-fated Miskatonic expedition and try to understand the massive mountains found on the ice. Are these instruments right? RPGMP3.com presents an iconic adventure from Chaosium based on the writings of H.P. Lovecraft. Are the Marcus? Journey Beyond the Mountains of Madness. Click beep. I hate that bitch. Hey, third time lucky. <laughs> right, kids, um, I've apparently got a small note to myself, circled, arrowed and starred, to do skill checks with you. Yes. yes. So, so you're going to ignore it again for another week? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that. What do you think? It's hard to believe that of all these women I have on my phone, they're available for contact. What? <laughs> that was funny. funny. <laughs> all right. Shut that door too little. I'm not locking you in, oh, so we're go for cheap, bro. Somebody dared me, I wouldn't write about all my. All right, where are we? Don't, I don't want to read it. I do read your blog, I don't want to know about it. I stopped. You stopped. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Right, what am I doing? Oh, yes, rolling for skills. Um, we all get a plus 87. No, I believe you have to roll for each skill. Oh, God dang it, I fail. That have a mark next to it. That would be one. Wow. Let me guess, it's spot hidden. Yeah. It's three for me. Yeah, go for it. I can't find the rules. I think you get D4 for every one you roll. One, two, three. hit this book so much, so badly laid out. Here we go. You got three. You should try the previous version. No, I've seen some of the previous versions. Training, no. Just checks. Here we go. 29. Is that your stomach? Yeah. Bizarrely. Ah, bizarre. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Keeper calls for experience rolls. Examine the investigator sheet to see what skills have been checked as successes. No. I've got three checks. Thiefy McThiefster. I got three. Right. You have to roll a D100 for each skill. If the result is higher than the current skill number, then the investigator improves that skill. Come on, roll higher than a 45. That would be a 58. That's good then, yeah? So what do I, what do I get? 88! You get D10 skill points added. Two. That's the none. So a 63 Five. is higher than a 60. Yeah! Sweet, I get a D10 added in the first <laughs> aid. Roll a wow. one. Roll a one. Roll a one. Five. That's not You don't want him to roll a one first aid. That's actually a useful skill. What are we doing? He's the first one to go. 54. Oh, yeah. 51. Just because I'll use your intestines to. You know, you know, D10. I added yep. two D10 to the Throw. 75 made if, throw. if any of you ever get a skill that goes up to 90 this way, mm-hmm. you immediately get back 2d6 sand points. Son of a crap, I'm so close. Yes. Is that a 10 or a That's Why couldn't rifle have been checked? Because well, well, then I could roll like a 10 and get up to 90. <laughs> and then I'd so be able to get so 2d6 sand back. When did I Shot get a check in Latin? Uh-huh. Holy crap, I got a 10 added to throw. You check Latin? We have use Latin. Is it not a check from one of your class skills? Must have been. Well, it's your handwriting. Hi. My handwriting. Good girl with the sheep. We bought her a virtually indestructible sheep, apparently. 
Made by Tonga. It's a very good sheep. What, what 90 sheep beats 25, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, in, mo- <laughs> in most quacks. maths. <laughs> this is a sheep that quacks. It's the stupidest <laughs> sheep ever. She I, really, I, I really want to fuck up little children by look, going, look, bah! <laughs> cock bottom session 10. <laughs> cock bottom, <laughs> cock <laughs> bottom. Cthulhu will be, Carl Cthulhu will be on the mountain. Yeah, cock bottom. <laughs> I went up in everything, including psychology. Good one, babe. I only went up in a throw and first aid. What was the ones you missed? Spot hidden. It's at 70, it was kind of, you know, I'd roll decent. That's I like a six. All you have to do is. So all you have to do is get really good at a bunch of skills and you go really sane. Well, yeah, the idea is that you're, you're, you're taking refuge in your abilities, I think. Alright. There's a big discussion on the forum somewhere about how the skill system doesn't really work. The include, sound system's a bit yeah. broken. Does that include mythos? I mean, if you get like, you know, 90, you get up to 90 mythos, or you use 2d6 back? <coughs> no, you never roll your mythos. My mythos is 99 right now. Do I get 2d6 sand back? No. Dang it. That's 99 minus Cthulhu mythos. Dang. It's 99, because none of you have any Cthulhu mythos. When will this be in the patrons area? Probably, potentially, tomorrow. It's my birthday next Saturday. Buy me stuff. Not you, then. What, what date would that be? <laughs> that would be Saturday the 19th of April. Uh, is, there, is, is there a post on the forum about it? <laughs> Why, yes, I think there is. Gosh, is it all about Elder? <laughs> yes. Elder, right. 2008. Yep. Yeah. You're not going to do that 80s thing you were thinking of doing, like power women and wear like, the big shoulders. <laughs> I was going to have an 80s-style fancy dress party, but none of you wanted to dress up. Ned so would dress up. Well, yeah, but it'd be sad if it was just you <laughs> dressed up and nobody else. No, you'd probably make him dress up. I can't Who make Carl do anything he didn't want to do. <laughs> Try I, I haven't got anything planned tonight. I was going to say, I find it hard to believe. What? <laughs> yeah, Hal's biggest trick is making everybody think that I'm in charge. Lindsay's in charge. I thought Ruby was in charge. Oh, yeah, Ruby's now our oh. evil overlord. Billy Idol. Oh, Pat Benatar's coming to play in Houston soon. Oh, God. If you wanted to go and see them. Last Pat Benatar, all she <laughs> was power balance. Yeah. Isn't that all Pat That's Benatar what, That's what she did. No, no. She had all of her snappy episodes. Love is a battlefield. My, well, my 68-year-old uh, sewing friend who I see on, on Thursdays, is, is, her husband wants to go and see it. So you're in good company if you want to go, Ned. <laughs> Go, Ned. Go free. Yeah, you want to. Go, Ned. Go, Ned. I made the mistake. No, I want to see Carlin tomorrow night. Yeah. See what? George Carlin. Oh, that kind of trumps uh, Pat Benatar any day. Who? Oh, your game's not on tomorrow, is it? George Carlin, comedian. Ah, American comedian. Not very au fair. Okay, oh. I've done my... Shameless self-promotion now. Shameless self-promotion of yep. check out my Amazon wish list. Well, otherwise I'm getting two gifts and it's poor showing. So it's quite a poor showing, yeah. I agree. I don't feel bad. My birthday's in, you know, my birthday's two weeks after yours and the last time my father threw a surprise party on my birthday for my brother. <laughs> Did you get your muddled up? Hmm? Did you just get your muddled up? Yeah. That's, oh, that's really He's funny. been doing it all our lives. Oh, God. When's your brother's birthday? November. Oh. <laughs> I'm not laughing. Sorry. Yes, that's you really are. horrible. <laughs> So I'm not the only person who's had Happy birthday, Wayne! Always in November, this is Glenn's birthday. Where's Glenn at? Sit at home going. Crying. Nobody ever calls. I promise you, Glenn, I will make sure that I remember it's your birthday. What's the date? Congratulations, May 2nd. Same day Jandrew Hoover died. I was born May 2nd, 1972. He died May 2nd, 1972. I can't believe you were born in 72. 
What are you doing? Because I'm going to be busy watching Iron Man. So well, will I. Well, that's what everybody was. Yeah, everybody's going to go see Robert Downey. Everybody would rather go well, spend time with a little... We could go on a birthday yeah. trip to the cinema yeah. with you, and we could all... Pay for it. ...sit there and not talk to you while we watch the film. I'm not paying. I don't pay for anybody. Oh, okay. I'm poor. I don't have an income. You have more of an income than I do. Yeah. That's because you don't put up pictures on the internet like I do. <laughs> I do. I don't get enough money for them. I don't get any money for the right them. Did you see my pictures this week, David? Oh. Oh, they're very good. I'll show you later. They're not that kind of picture. <laughs> not really. They're not that kind of picture. It's on Flickr. Yeah. It's, not. <laughs> it's like cheesecake pictures and, and cheesecake. I made a cheesecake, so I took a picture oh. of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shush. Well, um, when you say you're making, you know, you're putting up cheesecake pictures, there's not. <laughs> there's a picture of Ruby's nose that's quite good. But other uh, than that, I think it's that noise. That's Ruby's one. Yes, I was trying to get a picture of Ludwig last night. I was sitting there, I was sitting there with him with a camera in one hand and him and my and him and my other going. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fiona. No, that's my sister. Um, Ruby, d- no, is that one? T- yes, Ruby sits on my desk when she when she's tired. So I just get her there and get settled and then sneak my camera in front of her and take pictures. I just call the dog. I'm just going to have to lie down on the back with the camera and go. <laughs> get a picture of him in flight. Tail squirrel. Hmm? You get one of those tail squirrels and just pretend it's yeah. him. Yeah. Are you ready? Yes, Good. I am. Right. Anyone want to know what went on last time? Uh, you read some stuff. Uh, you led us through the plot by our nose. Uh, we couldn't deviate from the plot because that's not allowed because it's not what's written into the plot. And then you read some more. Yeah, I have to say, <laughs> I have to say, you got better last session. At least you got to do some. She went insane slightly. So I'm going you. insane slightly. Slightly, you like. Yeah. I think I'm worse than he is. Actually. You are worse yeah. off than me by like two points. Batman, I'd just like to point out that it's 5,284 miles to Rio de Janeiro, according to Google Maps for more rat. <laughs> yeah, he was looking at Google Maps to figure out how far you could fly. So I figured, you know, if the worst comes to worse and they lose another, if they lose another, you know, two to three D6 of sanity, we can beat up a Tuesday. No, I still have one left. Yeah, but the fl- you know the first time you, you a bird buzzes the windshield, you're batshit. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I saw one of those motivational posters had a guy had like spears and everything in his back. He's all bloody and it's an HP. I still have one left. <laughs> like I like that. My favorite one regarding that one was the one for Changeling, where it shows yes, Changeling, where there's a fine line between utter banality and batshit madness. Oh, I saw that. Anyway, use that pencil, bro. That's right. So, you can't write, Ruby, really. you're a dog. You try. You excavated some tents in the centre of the next camp. And that's what caused everything. And that's that's what caused everything. Jenna went temporarily insane seeing the thing that was pulled out of the hummock. And it was all weird. And you've actually excavated two of those now. Yes. I almost went, oh, for, I almost went the same thing with frozen blood all over the floor. That you and Lexington's lot are getting on okay. So we're all good. I believe okay. you. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you also heard her talking to a German. Yes. If you remember. Oh, yeah, she's a dirty Nazi. Mm. Yes. Because she's a dirty Nazi. And to Nazi. answer a question previously, Germany took over the Sudetenland in 1938. Thanks. Yes. You looked it up. That's where I asked did. somebody from, Czech, from the Czech Republic. <laughs> so not yet, then. Hmm? Not yet, then. we got another five years. Cool. But the Nazi party is in full swing. Yeah. I was going to say, they're starting on their rise at the moment. Yeah. Right. Monique was not happy about that answer. Okay, okay, chuckles. Quick, quick, read. It is the morning of November the 30th, according to my notes. Stop looking like <laughs> <interesting>. <laughs> We're doing like a radio show. 
Oh, What's going to happen to Charles and, you know, hey? Are we sitting comfortably? No. Is little orphan Annie going to make it? Yeah. Okay. We're good. Are we good? Mm-hmm. Right. Let's Shadow knows. <laughs> That's a nice idea. Yeah, you know, take char- comic book characters from the 1920s and 30s and run them through Call of Cthulhu. And see who survives. Dick Tracy, The Shadow, Batman Little Orphan Annie, Little Abner. Superman. Superman. <laughs> well, he's an alien. By the time people figure that well, out... Actually, he's 1938. Hey, nobody bought me my my thing I put up for eBay. I All thought I somebody could have dipped in their pocket. All I had that. was $93,000, and he wanted, yeah, he wanted like 93000 I thought it was funny that you pointed out, actually, that he actually asked for postage. Yeah. I thought that was so funny. Somebody sold a copy of Action Comics number one. Yeah on eBay this last week and um, he, he finally went for $94,000 and he still charged the first one it's the first Superman, appearance yeah. of Superman yeah. um, and he, he char- he's still charging $10 postage within the <laughs> yeah. US it's, it's like 94010 <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm paying $94,000 I'm probably paying slightly more than that on postage insurance <laughs> yeah so or I might just planes, fly up yeah. and get it myself $94,000, you can go down and buy it. Yeah, yeah. Before, before we get back on track, if anybody remembers that my shoes went missing when I sold them, my lovely nice shoes, they've been on a three-month trip around Europe and have ended up back here. <laughs> <laughs> you know my posh shoes I kept going over, my Christine Vuittons? I sold them to somebody in England in January, and, and they paid me, and, and I sent them, and then they never arrived, and then eventually, I think about three weeks ago, I gave her money back. And I'm telling you, it's fate. And then they turned yeah. up yesterday. Fate well. says your sex shoes must stay. So. Well, I sent, I, <laughs> I contacted the Keener, sent me to that Star Wars scavenger, sent me to that oh, yeah. story. I said, he's like, well, it's going to take us a few weeks to give us an answer. What do you mean it's going to take you a few weeks? We've got a shitload of books, buddy. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's so funny. I've been there. The store's huge. Really? Is uh, it? Some of the um, stores in England that do second-hand stuff are absolutely enormous. Although, yeah, the one you sent me, Noble Knight, I've dealt with Noble Knight, but they want they want seventy bucks for uh, one of the books. They want fifty for most of them. I want something like it's just a book. You can stop rubbing my leg like that. Why? They are not sex shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not sex while role-playing shoes. (laughs) Hey, some of the no. Stop. Just Just delete that story. (laughs) Right, it's November the 30th, the morning of. Um, everyone can make me... I think it's power checks to wake from sleep. Power times three checks. Oh, shit, man. No. Pow! Yes. I got over it. I'm supposed to get over it. you're woken by shouting, which seems to be coming from the cave site where they just recently started drilling, have been drilling through the night with the Pabodi drills, trying to break through where the cave was. Hear the sounds of um, shouting towards the camp, and you hear clearly, we've broken through, we've broken through. I'll get dressed. It's about 4am, you think. It's hard to tell. Get dressed, grab a cup of coffee... Uh-huh. Head on down. Several of the people from the camp are heading that way. It appears that they have actually, indeed, broken through into the um, ice cave that was allegedly uncovered by Lake in his reports. Um, there's going to be some more work with the dynamite and the belters in order to be able to get it open. So we're going to wait uh, real quick. Yeah. Boom! But, um... 
Maybe the phone in my head rang. I heard, oh, I heard it. it too. Mm. Um, Acacia Lexington and Priestley, her photographer, are there with cameras starting to um, document the thing. Somebody come and wake me up. I have one job you hear, here. You hear the sounds of people moving around and wake up. Everybody's awake. I look at my what a hurry. Not now. Everybody's rushing up to see. Up to the You're drill, a nut up job. To the drill Why would you wake? Nut job. <laughs> yes, you need, all, you, need all the path, you need all the calming sleep you can get. No, I need, I need to act. Normal. That's all I need. That's all I need. I'm just fine. Everything's fine. I take There's off no the scary cocoon monsters. I take off all the cocoon jammies and get dressed. It was that coffee I had yesterday morning and the sausages that were off and oh no, I don't eat sausages like pelicans. Pelican. 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 <laughs> the entirety of the pelican population is crammed in the hold. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are, pelicans. Snap. <laughs> That's an easy mistake to make. <laughs> I agree. Sorry. I actually, I actually have a link which was sent by, I believe it was Big Jack Brass, to a site that actually makes pemmican bars. And he was like, you could buy them some of this, but I looked at the ingredients and thought you probably wouldn't like it. I've had Cajun food. <laughs> so that's... Uh, the ingredients aren't the We've same. Korean Bradford. Yeah. We're probably <laughs> dog and... I'm just yeah, saying, if you've eaten if you've eaten Cajun, you're kind of comfortable with eating anything. You really it's don't know what you're eating when you go to a Cajun restaurant. That's whatever they could stuff in the pot at the time. With Pel- rice. Pelican. So Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> I want awesome. to get Predator. dressed and shove my way through everybody else. Okay. The crowd coming through, coming through. Press, press, this is what I'm here for. I've got to be right at the front to take important pictures now that I don't have a photographer. <laughs> okay. Oh, we're um, awake. You forgot your camera. You're awake. <laughs> oh, sweet. And the lens cap. Very good. All you can see at the moment is the Pabodi drill, which is sat on a sled, mm-hmm. pointing downwards with its um, long pipe, which has the drill bit on, going down into an ice cave. Gaps may be a foot round I'll at the do moment. A drawing. It's a circle with a drill going into it, right? <laughs> yeah. Looks kind of phallic. You blush. No. The um, they you you have a chat with the people, and they reckon that that's brilliant. Yeah, I like that. Um, were well, you showing that to uh, <laughs> Tracy? I told you that now. <laughs> By the way, when I did the Google Maps, it was currently negative 82 degrees. At, uh, it's pretty chilly out there. Yeah. But it's winter there. Proper. Yeah. It's a start, by the way. No, it's not. It's not no. back yet. Okay. It's oh, still no, climbing a mountain. Moore's there. Moore. Yeah, Moore's there. Professor Moore, can I have a, a quick interview while we're um, yes. at our, one of our first major kind of breakthroughs in, in, in this? Yes, Jenna, of course you can. Um, how do you feel about this? Well, it's all very exciting. It proves that Professor Lake was clearly, well, he did what he said he did. He found this cave. We're hoping there's more exciting finds in here than, than he found. Very good, thank you. Why's my dog dying? Oh, she's been <laughs> loud for a while now. Amazing. Cool yeah, it's hot. Oh, she's got Do I need to put the aircon down a bit? Well, the aircon's on, I can hear it. She just needs to chill, chill. stop. Yeah. Too many people, too much excitement for a little brown pug dogs. Um, do you have anything else that might be of interest? Not at the moment. I'm sure once the cave is open, we'll have lots of exciting finds coming out. I think before we that, uh, open Professor it. Lake did find some very exciting things within the caves. I think we, before um, we finish opening the cave, we need to examine the hummocks. But we've already exhibited two of them. And we'd like to see what the other four is. I can pretty much tell you that what's in those is the same as in the other two, I would suspect. Before that other reporter from the other side comes over, I just want to check that you and I have an exclusivity kind of... Of of course, Jenna. No worries about that, Jenna. It was was a deal we made with your father. Very good. 
So, I'm just saying click beep. There's no phone. I've got a radio with it, right? Beep. Beep. Mo suggests that everyone goes down and starts breakfast early, and then perhaps uh, to let the men up here work and see if we can break through into the cave. Everyone's very excited. I'll go and write with my big crayon. Mm-mm-mm. The day. I'm going to try to have a quick breakfast and see what. You guys doing anything exciting this morning? Yeah, I'm going to try to these these little mounds down here. I'd like to see what they are. Mounds down, mounds down here. They would be so, northeast on the map. Northeast, oh, yeah, because yeah, unlike the rest of the world, they haven't drawn the map. Yeah, the bottom so right hand corner, yeah. the little circle of mounds. So. Yeah, according to this map, west is north. As we think, yeah, it's just as you think you're getting it. Okay. You... What is it? Oh, I see what it is. There's not much there other than some hum- hum- hummocks, hummocks of ice. Well, I have nothing to do until I can find a, you know, alien thing. Law suggested you like the centre of the camp excavated first. You have done all eight of those little hummocks, but there's yeah. one to the northwest of those, the quite a large one, just above the wind sock that has yet to be excavated. Okay. But then I can excavate the windsock because it's really hard to kill somebody with a windsock. <laughs> did you also did you excavate number nine? Okay. It depends if it's frozen or not. Did you get number nine? Probably fine. Uh, we did one. I've got eight excavated here and the top two because I've cr- been crossing them off as we go. You haven't done nine either. Nine is in the south. God damn, the sixty-five maps all the same and different. Is the southern one? You see, sort of to the left of the eight hillocks you've already done. Over the mounds, there's a, another little lump. Okay. Let's, do the, let's do the big one, then. The big one. Are you all doing it, all four of you? Well, she's doing the windsock. Are you excavating the windsock? Unless, unless they... I do exactly what I like. I will not be bossed around by you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm fully in control of myself. I just had a small episode yesterday. Like that. Small... You were on nothing of the kind. Hold on, let me reenact it for you. I was, I was you were hysterical. I'm just not used to seeing things like that. You get used to it. I assure you, I'm fully myself again today. You're full of yourself again today. <laughs> So That's good order. to know. <laughs> so, final order. That was what, the what are you doing? I'm right in the thick of it. Need your camera. Very good. You guys start excavating. This hummock is a large mound of snow and ice about 20 feet across and about 4 feet high. It's going to take most of the morning, you think, probably all of the morning, to excavate through. I'm just going to go and kill my dog. Okay. <laughs> Just want some food, I think. Okay. Some food, two hot dogs. Yeah. It's a pug. Yeah, it's got like a turbo metabolism. So, you've got a big pile, what are you doing? Digging. Okay. We'll take the bulldog. You begin to move the snow with big snow shovels. The makeup of the mound becomes quite evident. The layer of snow and ice has added little to this mound, save to smooth its exterior. Less than a foot down, you begin to encounter cut blocks of solid ice. These are, in part, the original blocks of what you believe to be the dog corral. 
Okay. Keep digging. Okay. You start to dig. Are you starting to remove the uh, the blocks to look inside the dog corral? Yeah. Okay. The mound appears on the inside to now be a burial cairn for the bodies of over 30 Alaskan sled dogs. They're piled together and solidly frozen in mute testimony to horror, apparently. <laughs> Make your sand checks, everybody. Hmm. Well, you take the blocks away and inside yeah. there's a big pile of sled dogs. Hey, Jenny, you got to see this. They're all dead. I'm going to have to do a sanity check, aren't I? Dead dogs don't bother you. Dead dogs aren't sanity breaking. Dead dogs yeah. would bother me, actually, quite you a lot. You've got to get a picture yeah, of not this. sanity breaking. Why aren't they? Because the book doesn't say <laughs> that. The book doesn't call the book, for sanity check. The book doesn't call for sanity check for a dead dog. Yeah. Because a dead person is actually quite a small amount of sanity. A corpse is only like D4, I think, to see a dead person who hasn't been maimed. It's like maybe D2. But, um, but a dead dog, dog is just a dead dog. And 30 dead dogs stacked on top I of think each this other. I an inherent fault with this game. It spikes your own chains, <laughs> isn't sanity. If you no, you're at Michael Vick's house. <laughs> <laughs> if you actually look, look in the, um, on the forums, there's actually a discussion about how wonky yeah. the sand rules are at the moment. Yeah. And how they're not really working for this. Because, for example, he lost a lot of sound for standing in some blood when he's a veteran, so it's a veteran not of really the, that bad. Well, no, he's a veteran of the Great War and would have been bathed in his mate's, go, mate's intestines several hours for every day. Yeah, so it wasn't that bad. So but there's no sanity. No. It's not like Deadlands where you have situational sanity <laughs> immunity. We can bring it in. I mean, it makes sense if you want to argue it. But oh, well, I don't want to give myself sanity no. loss, but. There are certain things that... Okay. They're all frozen as well. Once so, I yeah. start slipping, I... Well, if they were back. fresh, that would be a sanity check. But it was obvious what this place was when you were excavating it, so dogs would have been So you're prepared inside. for dead dogs before okay. it even yeah. happens. So not okay, I will dare to excavate the windsock, then. You're not looking inside this thing you've excavated, other than look and see if they're dead, dead dogs. dead dogs, I can... I'm okay. sure they can finish up. You're not going to... Okay, you're leaving I'll, that. I'll take a picture and then I'll start writing my... Poor, okay, about poor dead dogs. Dead dogs. Kind of Anyone actually going in to examine the dead dogs? Sure, I have first aid. Spot hidden, kids. Now that you found out. Hey, hey, go ahead. Yeah, I made it. <laughs> you tempted fate then, didn't you? Um, okay, you may tick it, David. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, you've got to, rem- you've got to remove all the marks you've checked. All right. So well, I just won't remove that one because I already had it too. You're down to sort of a new... So you've got to rub out the ones you've checked already to check them again now. You've checked them, if that makes sense. <laughs> the word check uses... <laughs> Ned's using his magic finger rubber. Right, oh, David. Here, finger razor. I'm a crypto. Right. David, several of the dogs have been butchered. Their limbs have been carefully skinned as with a knife and the meat removed with great economy. All of the larger or healthier animals have been treated this way. Now you can go back about the ha- <laughs> about the half of the about the half of the dogs <laughs> well, about ha- half of the dogs have evident causes of death in the form of huge deep incisions thrust randomly through their heads and bodies. Most of the rest do not. These died of strangulation, broken necks, or just probably heart failure. So, they either got scared to death, someone choked them, someone tried to eat them and tore them apart, and then they stabbed them with a really big whole thing. Are you saying this out loud? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) The used... What? No! 
Don't read this part out loud. <laughs> oh, this is an this adventure is mighty frustrating. It says, okay, you ready? Have the investigators make a successful spot hidden for each of the following conclusions, but that's just stupid, because <laughs> you're looking at the same pile, right? So I'm just telling you them all. And the third one is, it starts with something that you haven't even found yet. It referenced to a place you haven't excavated yet. But it's right there. No, you shouldn't have done it yet. I'm going to start searching. Okay. There are two skinned dogs that have had their musculature removed entirely. One which has lost its brain and the top of its head. And there are four with gaping bellies and wide open empty chests. All of these are piled on top with the rest. Swoon. There's also one... Swoon. Are you looking in? Just make me a roll. <laughs> you, you just go. Oh. Well, make your make your swoon check. What's your swoon rating? <laughs> I don't have a rating. Swoon skill. Yeah. I rolled you, seventy. You failed your swoon skill. You're still standing. Okay. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to. <laughs> 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 to play a character how you want to play. It. I know. But remember, it's the 1930s, not the 20s, like this was originally written for. So, yeah, this is, so whole, you're going to be a bit a tougher. Whole ten years. Yeah. I'll be yeah, yeah, but you've gone great depression. You've gone through the depression and the war since the 1920s. I haven't gone through nothing. You haven't gone through the war. You've been through the war. Then the 1920s, and everyone was dancing, and then yeah. the Great Depression. Yeah, then the Great yes, Depression. Yes, but I'm unless rich you're, and privileged. So unless you were Spanish, anything. then you would go through another war. I'm pri- privileged and spoiled. But you're rushing headlong at another war. Yes. But yes, you're right. Do you need me, no, feel free to swoon in no. character. Swoon Actually, wait two wars if you're finished. I'm trying really and hard Russian. to make this realistic how my character would be, and I this know. adventure is not letting me, and it's shit. You, there we go. you fall over in a swoon. Good. Yeah, there's a the sound of <laughs> collapsing. Oh, well, son Followed by a click of a camera taking a beautiful picture of the <laughs> sky. Oh, it's like this <laughs> click, 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 click. <laughs> we, we all run together, right? <laughs> <laughs> I do, yes. Go. I'm going to be more lenient my with it. Let you do so more very dull last time that I have it's Cthulhu, though. You don't make much out of the character. They can all do stuff. <laughs> I get to stand there. And Just look at those dogs. They have holes All in. I get to do is be suspicious. It's all about a head. You actually have skills and muscles, which I don't have. I'm going to take it back to her tent. Okay. Bow wow. You wave some smelling salts under her nose and she comes around. And you take it to smell and you're going... Please never make that face again. She's not crazy. She was just overwhelmed by all the death. Yeah, but laying in the snow isn't very good. No. But you put her on her cot for a bit and tell her to have a rest. Give her a stiff drink of brandy. Okay, that sounds good. All right, you go back back there. Uh, One last dog, at least it appears to be an entire dog, is also here, but in many small pieces. Separate bones and organs. Make me an oh, idea roll. Idea, sweet. I'm gonna fail this one. Pass it. Holy crap! I passed it by a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, you can't put this together because you haven't excavated the location that the idea would have come from. So then, why did I make the roll? Because it told me to, and then explained <laughs> why. <laughs> I've got an idea. When we get to this one place that we haven't gotten to before, I'll know what happened. Yeah. You're gonna have to be careful though, because this is. Part I'm trying, but the adventure is so enormous. Yeah, because the one problem is, is this book seems to be written in passive tense. It is. It's written if it's all Cthulhu stuff really is. It's just like, yeah, this stuff goes on, and then all oh, this, this here, and this here, and this here, and this you just, here. Your, your party discovers a several dis- dismembered cadavers when, with uh, the following criteria, if they make a spot. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you're a good GM, you're going to have to read forward. Stop letting this happen. 
Because because the, to be honest, this part of the adventure seems to be particularly bad for it, because this seems to be the first part where they've actually let you do something, and they've obviously scared themselves and not known how to write it. So when they actually start letting us do something... Well, what they've actually done is, I have descriptions of the locations, and I have, on top of that, a timeline here, and then over here, I have some other stuff that goes on. Well, I appreciate all this. And it's just everywhere through this entire chapter, and it's awful. So when we get to the part that I was supposed to know something, I will automatically know it? I'll let you know it. All right. Okay. And the windsock (laughs) has... It's a windsock. Oh, and look, that's what I needed to go to. <laughs> right. What do these strange symbols in the windsock mean? Hey, yeah, you ever said, <laughs> That's very funny. Should we go for a plane ride, Tracy? <laughs> Around noon. We're going for a plane ride. You can't, the planes are still shipping stuff in and out. We're deviating from the plot. We'll steal a plane. <laughs> there isn't a plane to fly. There isn't a plane to steal. It's still bringing like, take food this plane to and supplies in. Does it come down? Yeah, Does it, it stops to refuel and Fine. turn around. Yes. Why can't we steal it then? We can go back with it for a trip if you want. Okay, so we have investigated the wind stock. <laughs> it was important just in case it had been replaced with an intestine sock or something. This is called a Cthulhu. I could, I, this could have been like a gateway to, you know, the, the underworld the for all we know. I'm going to steal the plane. Can you fly? Fly. Realise I can't fly and crash right. to a horrible, fiery death. Either that or land right next to no, Scott. I'm freaking fired. That's <laughs> great. You land right next to something. Scott comes out. I'm so cold and no, hungry. My plane. <laughs> no, I use somebody else's plane. Oh, Not my plane. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the concern. Don't do my, my suicidal Okay, what about this? Okay, going, trying to get back to the the uh, wind the already deeper. Yeah, not the, no, not the wind side. This this big one over to the south, going on the south side. It's like between two little ones. The one uh, you yeah, said we should investigate. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, that's the next one. Hang on. Around noon. Okay. Some excited yelling comes from. Um, Is that hole another two feet bigger? Yeah, yeah. We're, from oh, the dig we've side. almost broken through to the part we need to start digging to. From the dig side. Where are we? It's too big and too stupid. Yeah. Um, Moore comes down from um, the dig site um, to do his 12 o'clock report, which is very exciting, and you all stand and listen to it. Essentially, they've discovered Lake's Cave, and it's all brilliant, and they're hoping to find some great things, and they've found all kinds of exciting stuff so far, and the world will be very very impressed. When he's finished his um, broadcast... Um, McIlvenny on the Tallahassee relays congratulations from all around the world. We're all terribly interested, he says. We're getting radiograms and offers of money from just about everywhere. Bring a lot of samples with you when you come home. Just around noon also, eight more men and a large amount of supplies and a nine-dog sled team arrive in the three planes. The fucking grandfather clock on again. It, It does it every hour. It's my grandfather clock. <laughs> it's not been going for the past. We've turned it year. off. We have had no. it turned off because it's actually loses time. Mm. Okay. Um, Anything special about these these guys? This is the last supplies from base camp. This is the last supplies that will be brought out. That means that your the Starkweather Moor Lexington advanced base at Lakes Camp is complete. All the Woo! stuff is here. I it's a really long time. <laughs> Woohoo, I steal the plane. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, as soon as the dogs are brought off the plane, they start to sort of growl and bark 
and howl in the direction of those mounds and the tent in which the... Um, Maybe they were related to the dogs that died. Two things were um, excavated. Were dissected maybe, in. Maybe they're upset because of their dead mums over there. I don't think so. Maybe. Maybe I can write that my story about that. Dogs upset at dead mum. <laughs> say I, I, I say we keep the dogs in case one of those things comes out as so we just let the dogs on them. The the dogs seem to be spooked and horrendously upset by the mounds that you haven't excavated and the two mounds that you have, plus the tent where the two things are that have been dissected. So need to excavate those two mounds we haven't already excavated. Four. Four. There's four, yeah. There's six old mounds. We excavate them. They don't seem to like... they, They get really skittish. They howl and bark and snarl. In fact, they don't really like coming into the camp, it would seem at all, anywhere near them. So they're forced to move the dog, so the dog men get to moving the dog compound. Here's an idea. Why don't you guys excavate the thing? I'm going to try to see... I'm going to try to find some physical facts about those things that we dug up. Mm-hmm. Like, does bullets hurt it? Does fire hurt it? <laughs> How do you know bullets hurt it if it can't go out? Because you can shoot it and watch the tissue damage. You can shoot it and see if it goes in. Or bounces off and stabs you. Yeah. So you don't need it to go out? No, I don't need it to go out. I need to see what would happen if I sh- if I shoot a bullet and the bullet bounces off. I can cross that off the things. I can you need him to go out. Yeah. Should we shoot him? Well, actually, if he shoots and goes out, that means it hit him back in the face, and that would hurt. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like ow, 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 ow. <laughs> um, can I use the radio to like re- send yeah. stories? Yellow, yes. yellow, yes. yellow. They're all dead now. <laughs> of course, of course, you can. I just didn't know. The world is cleansed. <laughs> Yeah, you can transmit it back to the globe. Okay. Transmit a story back to the globe. Let's watch your story about. Um, it's it's a story about how we're succeeding at what we're aiming to do, and and, and, and there's no mention of evil badness. Good, because Mo said not to mention yes. evil badness. Yeah, then thirty minutes in the broadcast, we're all gonna die. Red rum. I'm at the forefront of, of all the discoveries, and I'm making women <clears throat> proud everywhere, and things like that, and yeah. click beep. Essentially, I want to autopsy those things. I love that. Um, Dr. Green is already autopsying them. Well, okay. he's examining them. He's in the tent doing it because Bryce has been doing it as well. They're yeah. kind of taking it in shifts, the two kind of doctors. Yeah. Um, Bryce has gone up to the drill site to um, help, help with the cave. Um, but uh, Dr. Green is in there examining the things when. Yeah. Yeah, you're there. I'm seeing what exactly are they. Just, you know, try to burn a piece of it. Cut off a piece of it for examination. Oh. Yeah. Uh, come and help. Come on. Okay. He lets you come in and help him. He's currently hacking away inside. See, they seem to have internal organs, yeah. and they definitely aren't plants, he doesn't think. Fungus? No, they're not plants. They're animals. Well, fungus he thinks they're animals. Oh, okay. With no organs? They have internal organs. They have internal organs, okay. He has them in big piles. He has no clue what any of them do. What colour? Organ coloured. A lot of them are like, well, they're all frozen and a bit, you know. <laughs> no, they're dark red. Deep red. Especially when you cut into them. They're Does deep it have red anything center. resembling like talons or cutting utensils? It has what looks like, what could almost be arms or little... Dangly bits? Yeah, that seem to extend from sort of the mid-range around the body. We need to print out a picture of one of these things. I have to show you again. Yeah, because I can't remember what they look like. 
Well, they are hard to remember. They are. They're a little bizarre. Oh, I found a remake of the movie Call of Cthulhu. Yeah? Yeah, it turned out to be gay porn. Oh, is, is it the <laughs> No, I don't know. Here you go. These things here could be arms. You look cock. There's like... No! <laughs> there's like an appendage that I'm, sticks out. I went into imdb.com and typed in Cthulhu. Yeah. And it came up with two movies, Call of Cthulhu. One was from like 2005, one was from 1928. The 2005 one will be the silent black and white movie. No, the 2005 one was the was the, was described as essentially uh, gay porn with very little cult Cthulhu references. Like That's it, bizarre. There was one. I'm sure it was they, there was a 1928 one that they they redid a soundtrack to, silent. and they but they said even that one wasn't that good because it just doesn't capture the mood, the, the horror. Right. Yes, it does have arms. The arms are here. Okay. What kind of arms? They're like. It's an appendage that splits into three, and then at each one of those it splits into three again. Okay. I can't remember what they're called. There's lungs doing that, don't they? Yeah. 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 It's trick because it's three. Tell more that I think we need to excavate everything before anybody goes down that cave. Well, we're all doing our jobs. You're excavating the site, they're digging the cave. We'll see how it goes. We can't stay up here forever. I'd like to see what, you know, I'd like to see the, I seriously would like to, ex, you know, to read. So, yeah, you know. the rest of us go look at the other big thing that they're You're, you're doing a great job. Um, I, yeah. I'd suggest you continue excavating and then uh, see if you can get a site or two more on the camp done before lunch, or uh, before dinner. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> How dinner. that? I was listening. <laughs> <laughs> you were also snoring, dude. What level are you up to? Are you playing the game in your head? It's faster, isn't it? That's so funny. <laughs> You'll get dropped. <laughs> what was the joke with the old World of Warcraft board game? When you start, when you first start to play, when you get everything set up, all of these six are all over on the servers down, and you have to, and you can't play for another six hours. Right, what are you excavating now? I think Batman and Ape. That big, uh, so round big one, one that... The one that's like two south. The one that, yeah. The ominous one. The ominous one! Yeah, okay, number nine, that is. Right, this one is another tent. Really? Yeah. There's a covering of ice over the tent, and over that there is a covering of snow. Clear off the snow, hack through the ice, the tent self erects to about waist high. That's a sanity point. Oh. <laughs> oh, scared me. You jump backwards as it pops out of the snow. Watch out, Tracy. Um, the fabric... Uh, you sort of poking it with your shovels, you figure out that the reason it's not fully high, it hasn't popped up to full height, is that the fabric of the tent appears to be adhered to some of the contents. Ah... I'll roll my dice now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how many d6s? Alright. I open it. Okay, um, you can't actually find the zip. It seems to be embedded in the ice at one end. You're going to have to rip it carefully with your shovel. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> you uh, rip it free. You're gonna, you t- tear it free of its contents and it kind of pops up a bit further and you kind of tear open a rend in the side. Not like sprayed in the face or anything. Like, <laughs> like, that'd be creepy. Two, 200 kidneys hit you in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sorry. This is just the beginning. <laughs> Inside the tent is a scene of carnage. There is a dissecting table at the centre of the tent. Uh, it's imprinted over the surface with a pattern of the tent canvas. 
showing that this table was the object to which the tent ceiling had been stuck. Icicles of dark red blood hang off the table's sides. Frozen plates of blood decorate the floor. Sprays and arcs of blood decorate other surfaces thickly, and medical texts on the table, open to pictures of human anatomy and dissections, are stiffened and glued to the table with a thick rime of dark red ice. Clearly, someone or something was dissected here. The violence of the sprays indicates, with a successful idea roll... You there, Jenna? I'm there, I don't know. I was there Woo! Woo! Well, I made it! Make, make a mark by your... Idea. Or... Yep, idea. I, I made it! Woo! Okay. So did I. I'm probably going to be wishing I didn't. Yep, I mean... Everyone who made it realises that whatever was dissected in here was probably alive at the time. Seeing this scene and understanding <laughs> what it means requires a sanity check. Woo, I'm going to fail this one. So I've got to get under my car yeah. sanity. What do you know? I failed it. Start marking off Sam. How much? Hang on. Ooh, that was... You, are you there? Oh, you... I was arguing with the... Oh, yeah? You're not there. 98. That's a fail. Everyone Fine. who fails loses 1d4 sanity. 1d4. 1d4. I'm going to be insane. Discount. Four. Three. What do you know? Oh, I, I, I lose four. Oh. oh. Batman loses one. Oh, three. That's <laughs> You're down to, uh, what, 28? That's so funny. I think eight just went temporarily batshit. Did he? No, he has to lose... He lost four out of thirty. I'm at twenty-eight. <laughs> he has to lose, I think, a fifth of his sanity. Okay, so in one in one game, so if you would have lost six, you would have. No, had. if I lose any more of this game, I'm gonna go crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've lost three out of thirty. What are you at? What are you at? I'm at thirty-one. I'm at twenty-eight. <laughs> That's so funny. Should we just give in now? Kill everybody. Oh, yeah, if you lose five or more in a single roll, you're temporary. I'm at sixty-nine. If you lose twenty percent or more of current in one game hour, you go indefinitely insane. That's when the fun really starts. All right. So what's twenty percent of thirty-one? About six. <laughs> Shit. No. Well, no. Twenty percent of thirty-four. 20% of 34 yeah. would, be, would be 7. So it would be actually 6.8. I've already lost 3. So if I lose another 4 this game, I'm permanently in No, oh, this game hour. This game yeah. hour. Yeah, as in, I, don't, I never understood whether that meant in character hour. I believe it would be or in character in hour. game hour. Probably in character yeah, hour. Because you give an hour or two to rest, you'll... Yeah, because you could say, you know, you could say, okay, you lose 3 sanity. Now you travel yeah. 2 months across the Two weeks the later, <laughs> you lose another, yeah, you lose <laughs> another <laughs> 4. Yeah, you're right, yeah. Okay, uh, but I Yeah, because you can calculate game hour no. because you get interruptions. Smaller tables around the walls of this tent bear trays intended to hold medical instruments, knives, and tools. Many of these trays are stained with the imprints of dissecting instruments, but the tools themselves are not in evidence. A number of wooden matches may also be found on the side tables, many burnt but some unused. A careful look around the tent reveals one last chilling piece of evidence. Carefully and delicately caught in the bloody rime on the tent floor are several easily identifiable footprints. Some of these are ordinary prints, such as any of your boots might make, but beneath these are others, striated triangular markings that appear to be on Lake's Precambrian fossils. 
Did possible. they? They look like the footprints these weird barrel-shaped creatures may have made. That's what I was going to ask, if their feet looked at, I, They do, that, yeah. yeah. But you go compare. They, they left these marks. Okay, so they tried to dissect one of these things. And it was I'm guessing dead. it was a human from the book. Well, <laughs> no, they tried to dissect but they don't have any Have books I heard the screams them. yet? <laughs> There's a sort of mild, excited gibbering coming from one side of the camp. <laughs> I, I followed the <laughs> noise. Yeah, make me an idea roll. So, so these things yes. were alive. Yes, make me a sound check. <laughs> Looks like yeah. it easily. You, miss, you lose D2. It's very mean to dissect things when they're alive. No wonder they went mad and killed everybody. You can kind of understand it, really. You see what they see. Congratulations. Okay, I go to Moore and say we're digging up the bodies right now. <laughs> Why? There's no need. Yes, there's a need. There's a di- dissecting table with, with, you know. We're going to go test, grab the blood, check it for hemoglobin. There's a dead human. human that was dissected by the thing. Yeah, grab, the, gra- grab some of the How? frozen blood. We don't know. Probably, going to find it. Probably by something sharp that they used to cut into the skin. The human thing could have been. And it's sprayed everywhere. I mean, the human. (laughs) Grab some of the bloody ice, take it, melt it down so it turns in there, test it to make sure it's human blood. Are you a doctor? Hmm? I'm just randomly assuming it's a human from the book Hmm? of dissecting humans. Forensic chemist. I no, but I have chemistry pretty the good. human dissecting the thing okay. and the thing not being dead. Well, no, I had a book that, of dissecting yes, a human. Yes, well, if you're a human doctor and you're trying to dissect something, would you do you have a book on random aliens? Or do you just try and follow a human? No, you follow an animal book. Because <laughs> you don't know what it is. Oh, I, I assumed it was human dissecting <laughs> a book. I was just assuming it was a human. <laughs> How to dissect a human, step one. It doesn't say either way, really, does it? Cut. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Just as the thing was probably alive, and it's like, well... There's lots of blood. See, I thought that the dead thing wasn't dead, and it woke up during its being cut up, and went yeah. postal and killed the dissecti- dissector. It could have. Yeah. Who knows? Because they're not dead. The matches frozen. could have been the guy trying to stay dead. awake. Yeah, I don't okay. think they're dead. <laughs> and it's like in the movies when you see the thing, just like, oh, <laughs> the match goes out, and you're sure, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing by my theory. Well, the last time I saw I it, think the, the human was dissecting an, uh, one of the things, and the, one of the things wasn't dead, it was just like, frozen, and he woke it up, and it went postal, and killed Maybe. That could be it. Because the book's always going to be open on humans, because it's just a human book. Mm-hmm. It, is a book still, it is a book about anatomy, yeah. so... That's just what I thought, literally the second it said, Which I was like, right? ooh, that's crap. I'm right, aren't I? Stop reading, I'm right. <laughs> Stop it. You're offending me. I'm sorry, I don't mean to. I'm like, I'm I can't tell you, I'm afraid. That would be bad. No, that would be a purpose sorry. for this game. So I go dig up the exact <laughs> tent I need to dig up. Hal, I'll open the airlock doors. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hal, I go dig up the exact tent I need to to make that idea roll I rolled earlier. That was the tent. Yes. Dang it. Yeah. So so um, you thinking this is perhaps that dog that had been carefully dissected may have been what was dissected in that tent. Oh, there's nothing there now? No, there's no bodies in here. Okay. There's okay. just lots and lots of sticky. Well, it could have so been the dog. So the the dog's blood down in the... Uh... Do we have forensics? <laughs> you don't have the skills. No, to we have... Uh, can you tell if it's dog blood or human blood? It's red. Actually That's red. Can. Well, can we out here no. tell? Is there tough not, not in the 1930s. No, I don't think you could. And yeah, you not... Can. 
just really simple test. Yeah, but I mean, not where you are. Not where we're oh, okay. it's, it's is there any cutting edge technology? You wouldn't have brought this yeah. with you. Yeah. Uh, according to this, uh, you're only aware of six blood types in the 1930s. Yeah. As opposed to the many, many actual okay. uh, um, lots that there are. If it's, is there any fur anywhere in this whole tent? That's fur. 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 Dog fur. Let me a spot hidden check. We're <laughs> <laughs> right, trying to see if it's a dog fur. I look for fur. Oh, I made it. You did. Well done. Yeah, yeah I made you it. Check spot hidden. I got a thirteen. I could check yeah, it. Yeah, I made one. So do I get double if I make it? I'm too busy yelling at more. Um, you realize that yes, there there does appear to be fur in this tent. Some of it's adhered on the underside of the um, examination table. Like this kid was ripped back and flipped under the table. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think my character's taken this better than I could. You'd already be crazy. Yeah, yeah but you can, you can make a check on Which your swoon skill. Which chair will go? Um, we'll I'm going to go the... and have some fresh air. Yeah, good plan. And I'm not going to take Let me a spot check. Take some of the fur and then match it up against... It's definitely dog. I think she made it really, really well. <laughs> Is that a five? Nice one. You're walking out of that tent. And off Please don't say I slide. Off to your left, by um, face first in blood. The first hummock that they excavated. Mm-hmm. You notice um, a pile. What appears to be a darker piece of snow. Okay. Did somebody wee here? No, it seems oh, like yeah, there's something dark underneath. You can only catch it at certain angles. It appears there's something dark underneath the snow cover. Okay, I'll wander over. And okay. And kick it open. Brush it um, brush It appears it to be a pile of several fur coats and what looks like a cloth tent cover, some bedding, and some scraps of leather and cloth. Okay, one second. Ruby! <laughs> Stop doing that! Will you all become a fur coat? Shut up, a very you. small one, yes, but a fur coat. Shut up, you. Fur undies. Be a necklace. <laughs> fur necklace. <laughs> fur bikini. A stole. A fur <laughs> bikini. Scarf. And then his little happy face on one of the nipples. Yes. And I wouldn't have told And a bottom the on there. the other. No, I put the face. <laughs> the face would be on the pants. Oh, okay. No, no, With no, the no, tail no. on the back. Having <laughs> flashbacks to somebody. No! No! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... Is there blood or anything on these things? Well, they're definitely fur coats. They're not like fur coats of animals. No, they definitely look like fur coats. Um, you, you sort of scatter up. You should be looking at them, mm. pulling them out. Um, you pull sort of them up, and you realise that some of the larger pieces appear to be sewn together um, in many layers of crude, broad stitching that appears to be using some wiring that looks like it might have come from a motor. Uh, the resulting garment, um, you assume somebody was making something, um, is huge and misshapen and not very strong, uh, but you can take it out. This is alien dressmaking. Looks like. <laughs> um, oh, once it's know. taken out, uh, it looks as if um, it may have may have been sort of shaped to be a, a makeshift coat for for possibly one of those things. Preserve next. I'm going to beat you. You notice also preserved next to the tatters of the what was left that's fallen apart mm-hmm. um, are a large number of deep bloody footprints, triangular and striated, marking the activity of these creatures, okay. clustering around the sewn garment uh, and appear to lead off in several directions. 
Okay, I'll take some photographs and I'll do some little diagrams and I'll... I'm going to get found in Antarctica. I'll just write some notes and stuff. I've got to have some exclusive yeah. stuff. Totally. Um, and then I'll come find you and I'll just kind of get you... What? If you can go quietly mad together. All right. They were making coats! Look, look, Monsters. They can't be that bad. Look, they, they know how to sew and they, they were making coats... Uh, and yeah, but they also know how to cut something open. Well, I think these are actually and tear the skin coat. off. They, yeah, they are actually cool. These coats. are actually <laughs> Maybe they're just cold. Maybe they just wanted shelter. Maybe maybe we're the bad guys. Maybe we need we, to get the fuck out of here. Well, technically they were dead when we got here. Well, yeah, they are. So Lake, Lake would be the bad guy. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe 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 we should go. Maybe we should just not be here. We don't really want to disturb them again. Well, I don't know what they are. Well, no. I'm curious. If we do yeah. the wrong thing and, and the they think they're threatened by us, then, then they might hurt us like they hurt Lake and, and those poor, poor little dogs. Well, they weren't mm. expecting anything. We found the stuff, so we're ready for it. The fur doesn't match the dog Slightly. It is dog fur. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Should we tell anybody about it? It is. It's dog fur. See, I'm... I'm, I'm Probably you don't compare it to some of your huskies. Well. See, see what I think kind maybe of... we should protect them by just hiding this maybe, back Maybe get the... The guy who knows animals, who kind of fur it is. No, it's, no, it's dog fur, coat fur. fur. Well, no, what kind of fur? It's dog it's fur. How do you know? The fur you have just no, the fur you've got. No, no, no. The fur they've got is a fur coat. We have fur coat. Fur you coat. have dog fur. You have dog fur from oh, inside the animal. Oh no, no. They, the fur they found is a fur but you're, coat. You, you, only, did you follow us? Because I, mm. I, I just took you're just in. outside though. No, I'm, I'm whispering. Okay. And I'm, I'm trying to cover it back up again. Mm-hmm. I don't think we should tell anybody. I, 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 well, they'll find it eventually. They're, they're all going crazy. Have you seen them? They're all going weird and they're acting really strange. Only those two guys and you. No, no, everybody. You and me are the only people that are actually doing all right. I think that you and I are the most centred people here. I think that everybody else is going a bit insane, really. I think maybe the snow is getting to them or the fact that they've had to leave their family. Stop making faces at me, Ned. <laughs> Especially to an inanimate sheep. Ned's a new shape. I think that, you know, I think it's getting a bit too much. I mean, especially that Tracy guy, he's just getting a bit crazy, really. He's just, I've he's never just, seen him crack a so smile cold. at all. He's, yeah, exactly. He has no feeling. I think his face is from... Yeah, we've stopped now. Sorry. What are you doing? Because the adventure would like to go back. The adventure controls you. No. I shoot the adventure. Do I shoot the adventure. I think I'm being reasonably... Oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, the adventure starts going, you and suddenly the page turns by itself. Yeah. No! What you all whispering about? Nothing, nothing. Um, we just... Puppies. Um, I, I fell over and hurt myself. Look. Ow! Ow, everybody, help me! Ow. This fur. Back in that tent full of the dogs. I did those. Ow, my ankle. You you were going to be carrying me back to my tent. Um, person who's... Fred. Fred? Fred. <laughs> yeah, that's it. He wanted to call you Abe. Like, that's no, his nickname. That's, name. that's his nickname. No, it's not. I wouldn't call him that. That's mean. Mr. Abe. Oh, so you would like to call him Frederick Baggins instead? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I wouldn't like to call him a normal that's name, his but... name. <laughs> um, yeah, let, let, let's go over here. You can help me. Um, All right. I'll cover up what I can cover up. I probably won't have done it very well, so... Yeah, yeah. tell Tracy, at midnight, meet me at the car and bring a shovel. We're going to get to the bottom of this. You're going to dig up the are bodies in the oh. middle of the... You realise it never gets very dark and people are working throughout the night. Yeah. 
Okay. So you're going to sneak off. It's slightly out of the camp. Yes. Okay. <laughs> dig up the bodies. Oh, uh, Tracy, come and dig up your dad, is essentially what he's saying. It's like, something happened to these people, we need to find out what. We didn't get the full story. See, they're clearly insane. They just want to dig up randomly dead You want to know what, happened to, what really happened to your father, or are you going to take this guy's word for it from what we've already seen? I'm on a slippery slope down to a total insanity. We can see what so at least happened to them. But he died from exposure, he died from exposure. His body's going to be preserved. If something, if something, if something happened to them that was not what happened, drink. Uh, so, oh. you have a sprite or Dr. Pepper? Yes. Okay. No, those weren't invented. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Dr. Pepper wasn't in the 1800s. Well, not sprite. No, sprite wasn't only invented until the 50s. Yeah. My mother drug me to the uh, when I was in Atlanta. My mother drug me to the Coca-Cola Museum. That's which was a Dr. Pepper museum somewhere. Yeah, in Waco. There's a museum for everything. And Dublin. My brother. Uh, that actually made the list because I used my knowledge of Dublin, Texas to take advantage in a game. So yeah, I'll take her back to her tent. Okay. Because I don't know if she's faking we need to fi- Yeah, we need to find out what really happened to and these people. And then I'll head back towards And Moore is, you know, going to, know to deny it in order, in order to science, and he's going to get a lot of people killed. It drops off Jenna at her tent and comes back to listen to you talking about yeah. digging up the can. You know, it's like, if this if Moore is wrong and these things are still walking around, it's going to get a lot of people killed because we don't know what, we, we don't know how to stop them. Lake had no idea what was going on. I'd like to find out what happened to the, what really happened to these people. And between the one, the, the crazy. We don't sec- even know what these things are. Yeah, but we like we. I have some ideas, and none of them are pleasant. We're looking at a new form of life. Dun, dun, dun. Here's a cryptos. This is where a commercial would come in. Yes, well, and I personally think, hi, how are you like? Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the new, the, the, the latest uh, American Idol? Who's going to lose? <laughs> so, are you going to go up at midnight and excavate the can? Yes, we'll, we'll wear. I'll wear yeah, I suppose. I'll wear my white jammies. Is Ape coming? No, he's he's huge and he's good for digging. Here's he's a shovel. Deal, he's dealing with. It's the not shovel. This is rocks. You're okay. going to be lifting big rocks. Two people might not be able to get that done very fast. Okay, we'll bring Abe and probably Jenna. Jenna, are you going to go <laughs> excavate the can? I'll, I'll go and be there. And take pictures. Yeah. I mean, seriously, Here's take pictures. That would actually prove our case more if we survive. Yes. And if it proves that these people were... Thank you. If it proves that these people were dissected, we get out of here. Okay. The rest of the day passes reasonably uneventfully, and uh, midnight arrives, and you head off to the cairn with your shovels and your picks and your walking sticks. Okay. Um, you begin working. We'll grab a couple of the Arabs. And, and it takes at least an hour or so to break through the top okay. of the cairn. It's, it's hard work because of all the ice. You have to hack yeah. the ice away with your shovels, and then to loosen up the stones before you can move them. That's fine. Yeah. But it takes an hour to an hour and a half before you uncover the central sort of area where you find a number of tarpaulin-wrapped packages of about six feet in height. Okay. You reckon there's about 11 of them. How many How many people were reported dead from this expedition? A lot. Exact number? Well, let me count how many are on the... Um, well, it doesn't matter. Let's just take one yeah. at a time and check them out. Yeah. Well, no, we would have we we known the Okay, on ones. the memorial attached to the cairn, there are 11 names. Okay. From the report, you understand that there were 11 dead and one uncounted for. One okay. called Gedney was uncounted okay. for. Okay. We'll take the knife out and cut up the first tarp. 
Okay. Go temporarily insane. Let's see. Well, we will. Bra- he's probably braced himself for this. Are you braced? I'm braced. Okay. He starts to open them. You've yeah. seen pictures of these men yes. from the old expedition. You recognize Brennan. Okay. Who. Are you actually just opening the head or you're cutting up the whole thing? Oh. Look at the body. Okay. <laughs> no, open this, cutting the head of the tarpaulin. Okay. Not the not the actual <laughs> surrounding <laughs> that. Glenn's in there chopping heads off. Right, um, really the first one you open is Brennan, who is. Okay. He has no chest. <laughs> Let's see. Brennan is. Carved in stomach. Yeah, Ooh, Nigel Brennan. Okay. You recognise him from the photograph of the Miskatonic expedition. Okay. It appears he died from blood loss, having had both of his hands neatly sliced through the forearms, uh, and his hands are not present. Um, what? Why don't you go get us some coffee? Um, <laughs> where, 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 where are his hands? Maybe they were severed in an ice pick accident. What, what kind of accident could it could, could happen to these? Well, a lot of accidents. I mean, you could drop your uh, rock. You could have got them caught in a propeller. That's very clean. Propeller's probably very fast. Wouldn't that affect your whole mangled arm, though? Not if he pulled it off. Yeah, not if he pulled his hands back real fast. So he'd have to stand like that. Well, he could have been pushing something. He could have been working on the engine somebody accidentally trying to eat. Maybe he turned into a zombie. Wait, how? If you get too close, so it's just his hands are like in the middle of his forearm, <laughs> like that. Sliced, yeah, both his mid forearms. I don't think okay. a propeller would do that. Mm-hmm. That's a hard bone. There's a lot. Of, there's also a lot of other machinery they would have had with them. It could have been a machinery accident. It is possible. Someone could have chopped an ice. This could just be an accident. Yeah. There are axes <laughs> and cutters. Are you sending Jenner away? Or yeah, go, yeah, go get her some cocoa or something. Are you going or? Coco, I'll hold back off a little while. Okay, it's for your own. The next one you no, open. So you're all angry because you you're scared. That I'm going to go. He's Gregory Moulton. We're all carrying weapons. You're not. Um, his body is entirely unmarked. Muffpist. Okay. Make me a, a medicine check. Medicine. Medicine. I don't got medicine. Everybody's got medicine. Oh well, yeah, five percent. But I got Biology. first aid. Maybe first aid then. All right. I actually got five more percent in that. I can't believe you went and dig about in the cave. I'm just kind of staring over shoulders. It's a I'm dead. Trying, it's a dead man. I'm Six. To make nine. What for? for? First aid. Market. Okay. Well, in, I, I failed. You're trying to look, but not really look. I'm trying really to close, make but I failed. Really okay. Notice me too much that I'm there. All right. I'm a reporter. I can do that. Yeah. You Ooh, wow! I made my first aid. Go for it, market. You think that he died of a broken neck? Okay. Okay, well that that, that could be that could happen to any of us, especially since we're on ice. Anything Slip. special about this broken neck? Nope. Okay. He's unmarked. He's to be. He could have fallen and slipped. Like it's turned all the way around. No. Turned to the side. His head's not upside down. Or anything. <laughs> no, he's not facing the other way. <laughs> no, not like a twist in his neck. Where <laughs> okay. The third one you easily recognize from the photos yes. is Atwood. Okay. Who is Donald Atwood? Um, his spine and rib cage have been snapped. As if he'd been picked up and simply bent in half through the chest. We're going to put this one over with the first guy in <laughs> suspicious deaths. <laughs> a boulder could have done that. We're on a plane. What boulder? Could be covered up by snow by now. 
Where did the boulder start from? How did this man get suddenly jumped by a boulder? He didn't fail his initiative check, and the boulder got a free strike. Those big things could have been hiding in a cave, and I shot the boulder out. We'll put this one over in the suspicious death pile. Okay. (laughs) And the guy's just like, ah, snap. All right, then. Did you check that boulder for traps? (laughs) We did did kill the boulder right after we got him, You open them all. Yes. You recognize Daniels, Mills, and Orendorf by their... Their faces. Okay. However, all of their skin from the neck down has been carefully removed, as had some of the muscle from their bones. Like the dogs. Sunjack. Sunjack. We'll get there. We'll see it all. <laughs> like, like, think like about the Sunjacks. Think about Sunjacks in a while. Are you, are you, yeah. Uh, Janet, you can hear Jenna sort of. Sunjack. Okay. You, you hear her. <laughs> Okay, so far, for those of you keeping score at home, the score is five fucked up to one not fucked up. Yeah, one of them died of just a broken neck. Yes. Yeah, that was clearly not caused by the evil badness. Well, no, it could You might have fallen running away from the evil badness. That's anything. Yeah, I mean... Just snapping your neck when you fall hard. I mean, hell, he could could have gotten that stepping off the plane. Whoops. Um, (laughs) The others... Are a little it's a terrible movie. Oh. A little their harder to identify because half their faces um, missing. It appears that they've been partially or totally dissected, and most of the large fleshy parts of their limbs and chests have been removed, along with various internal organs. In the case of every other one, their face has also been dissected. What about his dad? Maybe he's in there. Maybe he's one of these people. Well, it said his name on the thing. That's what um, he might be one of these. Um, we have a lot they're, of them. That ain't natural, they're, no. they're not supposed to look like that, are they? Well, they could, no. but something would have had to do it to them. Accident? Something? Could be Germans. <laughs> Don't they, say that they, to him. They, they have been known to do this in the future. Click. I'll grab you again and try and pull you away. Um, In in one last, the final tarpaulin contains a pile of hideously dismembered and dissected body parts. Flesh has been stripped from bone and the bones themselves have been separated. The skin is gone and the skull has been neatly cut into two halves. Um, Anyone making me an idea check with a significant penalty... My idea is 70, so I've got to get into that. Let's say a minus 40. So I've got it under the... Yeah. 91. A 6. Oh, Tracy! <laughs> not made it, but not by the way. Yeah, so Tracy knows... Just, yeah, Tracy knows... I was too busy talking. <laughs> Tracy recalls that Dr. Lake suffered a very bad breakage of one leg while playing football in college and thereafter walked with a limp. What appears to be the lower left leg has an old and badly healed break marring the bone. Um, we, we, we need to go. We need to get away from these people. Gonna now you can all make me sand checks. Oh, what? Well, okay. Pass with flying colours. Did you pass? No, no. Oh, I don't even want to roll. Can I just like mark it out? Nah, come on. Remember, you got a twenty percent chance. That's one in five. 
Holy crap, a 13. I made it. Nice <laughs> roll. <laughs> this ain't nothing you can see with a back and forth song. I made it. For the first time ever, I made, it. I made one. Everyone who makes it can lose D6. Everyone who passes can... Uh, no, who, who failed can lose D10. One! Ten? Holy crap. Still might lose roll one. Oh, I gotta see this. I'm not even gonna <laughs> no. roll one. <laughs> Watch, I'm gonna roll freaking six. Four. I lost four. I think I just went Ooh. insane. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she is gone. <laughs> I would just like to point out that there is actually no sand loss recorded in the adventure for this discovery. <laughs> Really? Oh, yeah, you, you can lose an additional D4 because you can't even recognize your father's mutilated corpse. But he might be assured in the fact that his father might be one of the... the uh, he might, his father he might, might but now he knows his father didn't just die in the Antarctic, he was mutilated by aliens. Yeah. So have a free D4. I just okay. lost 30% of my vanity in one game hour. I just lost 8 sand. Actually, okay. no, this has been 12 hours... Yeah, yeah, you've had a while. Is. However, okay. how many was that? No, I've just lost yeah, nine She's just hour. lost more than that in one <laughs> roll. Yes. So you're going temporarily. You're going yeah, definitely. Indefinitely. Here comes eight. Eight. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Have you lost 20% of your current status points in one game hour? Yes. yes. Hmm. I judge the Almost. impact of the event calls for such measures. Some keepers, How does this not cost some keepers may apply the, co- the concept to more than one a single rule. State that removes the investigator from play for an extended period. To begin the mania, consult the indefinite insanity table. Beginning immediately, indefinite insanity lasts 1d6 game months, or as indicated by the keeper. That's me. Two seconds, please. <laughs> Five months. Five months of... <laughs> now, you have the option of rolling on the indefinite insanity table, but I always thought that was stupid. Yeah, you get yeah. To end up with something. Totally wrong. We're now afraid of snakes. Mm. We're in the Antarctic, I'm pretty sure that's a pretty safe uh, fear to have. Let's go with... Probably fear of blood, schizophrenia, catatonia... These three. Pan- no, pansyism. I'm thinking. I'm thinking you should either go with this one or this one. Pansyism. Hmm? Pansyism. That's where yeah. I am. Ah. I don't know that one. This one. Uh, you. No matter what happens, you assert you come up with a perfectly rational, an uh, ordinary explanation for everything, <laughs> or the opposite, which is uh, the guy's head just got ripped oh off by a tentacle. Exotic. Yeah, essentially it's Mulder versus Scully. Yeah, essentially you either see the fantastic in everything, or everything is normal. Roll dice. No, go with pansism, it's better. You were already heading that way anyway. Okay, why? Because you have a mild disbelief that this isn't right, and the supernatural already affected you, and you're trying to sort of... So now I just see everything as normal. What's happened is that that monster they pulled out, you you knew that was unnatural, and now you're sure something weirdly supernatural's gone on, so your brain's gone... (laughs) It's not supernatural. It's Something, just some man perhaps somebody went it. crazy and killed them all, or perhaps They're some. Just pretending. No, 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 no. It, has to be, it has to be feasible to match the situation. So essentially, there are still eleven dead men. Okay. They're just they like weren't the killed guy by they monsters. Find could have done that right away. Died yeah, somewhere. they weren't killed by monsters. The guy, the guy, the guy, that was, the guy that's missing. They, is the they one did that, all yeah. this and then and then ran away. Oh, okay. So you can be. Yeah, you're you've gone crazy, sweetie. I'm sorry. You can have this one. Okay. Here. What, do I you can have write it as a person your character sheet now, yeah. <laughs> you can use your gone crackers. Insanities gained. Episodes of insanities. 
I have the indefinite. P A N Z A I S M. Episodes of insanity. Yeah. Right, who else requires my attention on the insanity front? Has anyone lost more than five or more than 20%? I lost four, but that was you know, another four last like 12 hours I lost ago. One. <coughs> you. I lost five. I'm very, very close. From one roll. No, no, two rolls. Two rolls. The idea with the main roll, and then the idea check. You tack on an additional D six, D four. But is that twenty percent? Is that twenty? No, it's nowhere near twenty percent. You're okay. You're a little shaken, but you're okay. Oh, is it? Obviously, you're shaken that you found three <laughs> possible corpses, one of which may be your. Is it twenty percent from that current you had? Yes, it's twenty percent right, from the current. Fine. What? What? What was your current? My current when I before I rolled twenty eight, and then I just lost four more. Yeah, well, your current is 28, so yeah, that would be... Wait a minute, you're at 28 and you lost 4? Yeah, I'm at 24 now. That's... Not quite. Wait, he needs to lose, what, 20%? Yeah, not quite. So, yeah, you would lose 5.2. <laughs> Don't do it again. <laughs> really, really close. <laughs> hey, hey, is this scary? Like, what? <laughs> oh, Jesus! <laughs> what are you doing? <clears throat> Jensky. I sit down. Okay. Have a cup of tea. <laughs> it's not a bad thing having that, actually. <laughs> no, that's the invisible cat. Everything's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no place like no. There's no place like no. How many sand you got left? 22. Oh. She's still almost as good as mine. <laughs> having lost nine. I can't believe they didn't put a sand check in for that. There's 11 mutilated corpses. Eleven dissected. Yeah, it's even worse. Yeah, I mean, if it was mutilated, it was, okay, the dogs got him. Mm-hmm. This is obviously not the work of dogs. No. unless it's a really, really precise chihuahua. Those who are still sane realize that this was done with scientific <laughs> precision. <laughs> no, you're busy rationalizing. Yes. They were the men were ill. They obviously needed to be operated on. Very good. So. Right. Yeah. Mm. Who was the doctor in Lake's party? Can I remember his name? Mm, You're gonna make me look. It was some guy. Okay, yeah. Is he? Steve. Is he the guy that's missing? Don't think so. <laughs> Steve the janitor. Steve the janitor. <laughs> Let's see. I still think that's a great idea. I gotta think of six, six cartoon characters in the twenties to put in a Call of Cthulhu game. What? Daffy Duck. Bugs Bunny. That'd be hilarious. Uh, no, it's gotta be people, people. No, because he's like, oh, I took a wrong turn in Albuquerque. Yeah, but Bugs Bunny isn't exactly high on the sanity check. Roadrunner. Roadrunner was way past the 20s. Aha, the fate of the Miss Canonic University. Mickey Mouse. Mr. Magoo. Mr. Magoo. Oh, he'd be great in Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> Got the, you know. Pink Panther. He was, no, because he didn't, they didn't make the Pink Philly. Panther. Dang it. 1920s. I don't know when they were made. Neither do I. I was born in 1982. I can't help but not know when they were made. Hong Kong Fury's old to me. I think that was the 70s. Dick Tracy. Little Orphan Annie. The Phantom. Batman. Maybe Bruce Wayne. I don't know if he was 20s. Maybe 30s. Would you believe he didn't have a doctor? No. No, we don't believe that at all. No, the guy that went missing was the doctor. Yeah, the guy that went missing clearly... Gedney was an engineer. Yeah, he knew doctor experience. He knew how to operate on machinery, so he operate on people. Wait, did we get a doctor on this expedition? Not. What are the odds of one of us getting hurt? <laughs> See, but that's the thing. He's got more physicists than anybody else, but he doesn't have any doctors. There's no doctor. Someone wife. was trying to learn to be a doctor. 
Exactly. He's clearly picked people that weren't very well because you know, look, they're really. And how many people are going to be studying the (laughs) physics in the Antarctic? Um, He's clearly maybe maybe one of the crew was really sick and he had to practice on some people because that crew member was more important than the rest of them. You come here. Survival of the fittest. Stroking his face. Yep, reading. there's no doctor. Oh. <laughs> Old mechanic. He's trying to figure out why there isn't a doctor. It's fine, I've rationalized. They, they had a dog. The dog was like, oh, just sit in here. <laughs> so. It was a really precise chihuahua. Well, your feet are really warm. Why yeah. am I not warm? Because your feet are cold. Maybe I need to put socks on. Maybe yeah, turn around at the top of my lungs. Do you need the socks you had on your hands? Laura's <laughs> awake and rushes up to the kettle. Rushes up. What? You've dug it up. I told you not to. It's okay. It's oh just, my god. It's just what they did. They, we got one not fucked up. Roll a sand check. Ten seriously fucked up. Well, he's got like you know five sanity. We are. Sunk. He's fine. Okay. No, he's not. That was a seventy-six. No, he's not. Trust me, he's fine. Most very rational. Now he's just. Four less it's fine. fine. It's fine. Now. Don't worry about it. There's been some kind of medical emergency, and the man that we can't find has clearly been operating on these people to try and fix them, and obviously he failed, and he's very ashamed of that, so he's run away. That seems like a plausible explanation, Jeff. Yeah. Now, why don't you go down there and um, put on a nice pot of um, tea? Oh. Okay. While, uh, while me, me and these tea. gentlemen um, reinter these unfortunate men. Okay. Right. Thank you, Jenna. <laughs> she's gone batshit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Saying she's gone. <laughs> Thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> um, we need to put these men back. I can't have the camp seeing this. Let's get photographs of it first. He picks up Jenna's camera and takes some pictures. Yeah. Um, he then starts putting the bodies back in yeah. the tarpaulins and retying them, putting them back in. Are you okay, Tracy? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. Um, you don't have to help us if you want to go back down with Jenna. That would be fine. Yeah, keep her away no, from the guns. No, that's quite all right. Okay. <laughs> I think she'll be fine. <laughs> we can send a... Mm-hmm. I think he'll be more useful here putting this back together. Yeah. Um, I was going to take the bodies back with us anyway, but um, um, this isn't good. Something horrible... Take them all in a bag now. <laughs> Something horrible... Put them all in a bag now. Something horrible happened here. This whole place is... is well, there was like this uh, weird coat down there alright okay Nothing we'll look personal. at that in a minute yeah, another nice. personal professor but I think we need to dynamite that fucking hole right now let's leave the bodies behind we will say they well. were killed in a cave-in accident and let's just get out of here I know it's you know we, we can't do that science has to prevail uh mm, let me think the proper way to say this I think the will to live needs to prevail well can you see anything here obviously something awful happened but it was yeah. three years ago and it could have just been those monsters that are dead now. And they buried shall, themselves. Shall we call them? Shall we call them creatures, not monsters? Monsters. I, I like monsters. Monsters is good for me. But like the plant thing I saw on a creatures. You know, creatures. You know, show. come out and they pose for the camera and they dance off. Monsters skin people alive and bury them, yeah. except for the face. Yeah, that was a nice touch. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Looked like he just pop it off like a mask. I mean, he's just, yeah, he's just <laughs> You know, we're like skin in a bunny, okay? Except for, you know. <laughs> Cut around this bit and pull. Yeah. I think you need to go make us some may want to temporarily uh, I got 79 sanity, boy. Uh, de-icing I also, it and 
autopsy of the I also, creatures. Yeah. I also um, happen to know you may be right. what I safety. am really out of my league. Okay. I have a hunting rifle Until and a pistol. At least we well, can um, we shoot check them? out the gate. Yeah, I agree. Can we yes. kill them by shooting them? That's the other question. Think, let's go find out. Yeah, go get me a live one and I'll shoot it. Well, no, there's the dead ones there. Just shoot them. What a waste of bullets. They're dead already. Do we know that? Well, I'm pretty certain they're dead. Well, we don't know. They could be like plants and just come back to life. You sprinkle water on them or something. You'll be fine. Trust me. Um, I agree with Tracy in that um, I think we'll um, postpone the excavation of the other hillocks until um, we've examined the cave fully. I think uh, you gentlemen should get us some sleep. Uh, check January's okay. And... Um, Hopefully in the morning things will look better. Go down quietly oh, to the God. kitchen. Okay. See you, Jenna. Say, Jenna, are you okay? And <laughs> 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 yeah, I turn around and get a muff pistol shot. Maybe ten minutes ago, but now I'm just... <laughs> it's the best insanity. <laughs> Irrational rationalisation. You alright? Because that guy was like... I understand that medical emergencies call for surgery such as this. Okay, because you kind of sat down and went quiet. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, what else can it be? It's not like it could be something supernatural. Yeah, well, we did so find like, plant walking plants. Yes, emergency skinectomies are rather common in the Antarctic. <laughs> skinectomies. That guy had a terrible that's, sunburn. That's, that's how you treat frostbite. Yeah. <laughs> it's he, like he, you know, found, he found this spot on the back of his neck and he just started growing. And what, the like, only way to do was to uh, amputate. In Pirates of the Caribbean, this guy was spreading. messing with his toe. It was frostbite. He went like that and all of a sudden it just broke off. He's like, oh, oh, oh. Emergency skinectomy. <laughs> Ruby, chill out. She's been walking. She needs a drink. Yeah. <laughs> She's never met it. She's funny. Um, so, yes, the morning. You go to sleep, or as best you can. Yeah. I can't believe you're still sane. You've rolled so lucky. <laughs> it's like one more um, I would have gone insane. <laughs> like, Jenna. Well, now it's to start just being like, if I roll a one. <laughs> I was hoping Jenna would survive the insanity decline a bit a bit more. Imagine if I had but no. rolled the D10. For the first time, I passed a sand check, and it was lucky. You guys sleep. I'm going to check every weapon we got. Yeah, there's a Not mine. I sleep with it. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm going to, like, you know, start stripping and, you know. Yeah, that was good. Okay, okay. Most folk have their own. Yeah. So, some people have guns, some people don't. Mine's right there next to me. But most of the professors don't. He's, like, sitting there with his bar going... (laughs) Flap up his intent. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, you go to sleep. You may make me mm, power times five rolls. Power Easily times five. Yep. In other words, a idea to, or a yeah. uh, luck uh, check. A luck check, essentially. Easily. Yep. Cool. No. Anyone who makes it is awoken by the sound of engines at about 4.30 a.m. Okay. So you've just dozed off nicely after digging up a can, putting a can back together, seeing some terrifying corpses, and there's the sound of engines at about 4.30. Whew, I'm glad I'm insane. Airplane? Yeah, you think more than one. You stick your head out of the... Um, Are expecting a plane? No, your planes are landed oh, as far as you're aware. Oh, son of a crap. You stick your head out. You're asleep. 
I know, but out of the whole game thing, I think I know what's going to happen, but I'm not going to say anything to you. And spot three large Junkers tri-motors passing low over the camp. Junkers is in German planes or Junkers is in piece of shit? Junkers as in German planes. The first plane flies particularly low and circles around for a landing. They are prominently marked with German registration letters DBFEA, DBFEB, DBFEC. Crosses and the words Barsum Falcon Expedition on their noses. Is it the Red Baron? No, it's no. been slightly dead for. Sound is, the sound is deep and throaty, quite unlike the drone of the engines on the Boeings or the Bell. All across the camp, people are throwing on outerwear and peering out of their tents, scanning the skies for the source of the sound. Glad make me a navigate roll. Anyone who's awake. God, if I was awake, I'd be shit. Should I make a tan? No. They're invading the Arctic! <laughs> Come on, Tracy, you can do it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, you would bring 30 Oh, you didn't get it. How did you get that in the boat? The tri-motors touch down in a swirl of blowing snow and ski up to the camp. Make a power times five roll. Uh, she's asleep. She's, she's resting her brain. Yeah. As they slide to a stop, the heavy rumble of their radial engines dies and one of the pilots waves from an open cockpit window. People are rushing out to the planes. As men in heavy flying leathers tumble out of the hatches, sled dogs can be heard barking aboard a DBFEB. Professor Moore and Miss Lexington press forward, hastily dressed to shake hands with these people. So, a plane's just landed. Three Germans. Three planes, okay. Germans. Yeah, I'm sleeping. She seems eager to meet the newcomers. Moore is more than a little hesitant. Obviously, you told him about the conversation, remember? He translated it. What's that? Cushion. A small crowd gathers near the planes as 14 men descend, warmly garbed in identical dark hooded parkas. One, two, three, jump! There we go. Is it hot outside, Pug? Yeah, but over excited before. Settle down with mummy, come on, settle down. There we go. Settle down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. There we go. Oh. <laughs> Not like that. Not like that, silly dog. Sit down. There we go. Look my ball. Diana coming. She's going. Okay. Where were we? Parkers. Dark Parkers. Mm. Um, a babble begins as the two groups meet English, German, bad English, bad German, <laughs> and other languages all tumble over one another in the icy still air. A thin-bearded older man, identified as Herr Dr. Johann Meyer, Johann, Johann, presents himself as the leader of the group. His English is nearly flawless. After a minute or two, he climbs back up the ladder to stand in the open airplane door and gives a short speech. I appreciate your kind welcome and hope that our expeditions will equally benefit from our shared scientific talents. He has a pug dog. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll try and get her away, but I'm not right. worried about it. I bring greetings from the leaders of my expedition and their salutations on your perseverance in face of every difficulty. If there is anything which we can do to assist you, 
Please approach myself or Herr Dr. Professor Uhr and state your needs. Our labor, supplies, and equipment are at your disposal. Within reasonable lim uh, limits of uh, course. Again, our thanks for your hospitality, our congratulations on your successes, and my hopes for more to come. He stands there and waits to see if there's any questions. Does he do this with the scarf blowing in the wind? Yeah. <laughs> no, that would be... Uh, oh, I've got this to on a mountain somewhere with a sniper rifle. I'll give him a good one. Alright, buddy. You've overheated, haven't you, silly dog? It's, just, yeah. it's not warmth, it's just excitement. He has settled down. That was me testing out the machine gun. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Um, anyone want to ask him any questions? It's me in my sleep. I'm trying to think of why would he... I can't think of anything that I could say that would really, really piss them off. Well, they're there. They're on the ice with you. The only thing you want to ask them. Yeah, what the hell are you doing here? Uh, we are at the limit of the range which our planes can travel away from our base and decided to see the renowned discoveries of Professor Lake for ourselves. In fact, we would have been here sooner, but there was uh, some bad weather across the ice cap. And, of course, uh, we have heard broadcasts from America of the accident which befell you ten days ago, and thought perhaps our own superior equipment might be of use uh, if any of yours was damaged. Hey, fire it well. Go get some stress. Go get some sanity points back. I'm not awake. Yeah. <laughs> no, you are now. Everybody's awake. You can come up and walk out as Germans. <laughs> Crowds, got them now. What supplies did you bring? We have um, sauerkraut, a good amount of um, food and some fuel, and we have um, ice knives for excavation, as well as general supplies in our planes, as sled dogs, and well, we essentially got a small amount of everything that we thought you might have lost. All right. We'll go through the inventory and see what we can use. There's quite a bit in there. They have brought pretty much some of everything, not knowing what was needed. Hey, hey, you think this leader doesn't look good on me? <laughs> go through the German supplies. Lederhosen, Broadway. Ooh, a Mauser. I saw Germans water their lawns with Lederhosen. That was not funny. Not at all. That was I'm very not. sad. <laughs> Lederhosen, it means song pants. And if, you, if you misspell it, it becomes Lederhosen, which means naughty pants. That's so bad. It's actually true. Are you want to ask him any more questions, or are you happy? Happy? Uh, yeah, I'm just sure. as happy as I can be not trusting this guy at all. I regret that we must cut this short, as two of these planes must be unloaded for their return to our base. The newcomers produce a camera from one of their planes and ask, um, Ape, to take several photographs of the group of Dr. Meyer shaking hands with uh, Professor Moore and Acacia Lexington. They then set to work unloading the tri-motors. After an hour's work, nine drums of fuel, two teams of Greenland Huskies with sleds and nearly a half ton of other supplies are on the ice cap. Actually, I would have to take care of pictures. He was still sleeping. Oh, he just woke yeah. up. But, uh, yeah. Take pictures of the new Austrian guys. Ah. For the next three hours, the BFE... 
um, busies itself pitching tents and preparing a camp with some assistance from helpful or prying Americans. Anyone helping out or Not a bit. ignoring them? No. Nope. Make ignoring sure that the pictures. Mm -hmm. There's no heads. Still <laughs> <laughs> got a picture of his thumb yeah. on it. Jenner, are you helping the Germans unload? Every time he takes a picture, he goes, Not helping Bang. the Germans unload. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're being friendly but not helping. To that end, you can make a spot yeah, hidden check. See all the pictures, or like you get the get the flag with all this. Where one's got the the one with the commander's got like his thumb right where the guy would be. Which you passed. Yay. Noticing that the newcomers have a few guns along, of course, so do the two American expeditions, and many oxygen tanks and masks, enough for ten men with air for several days at great height. Um. On the expedition, there is Herr Dr. Johann Meyer, he is the leader. There is Herr Dr. Professor Franz Uhr, you've heard of him, he's famous. Okay. There's Maxwell Rucker, who is a geologist. There's Johann Benek, who is an engineer. There's Martin Kleiser, the meteorologist. There's Hermann Baumann, the chief pilot. There's Carol Breer, the co-pilot. Gregor Schimmel, the radio man, Josef Stoltz, the assistant radio man, uh, Gunter Thim, the dog handler, and four other pilots who will be returning with the other planes. Okay. And Gunter Bender over. <laughs> no Gunter Bender over. Schimmel and Stoltz set up and guy a pair of aluminium radio masts, excuse me, aluminum radio masts, 40 feet tall. In the late afternoon, dwarfing the single American aerial on its 20-foot pole. Thim secures and feeds his dogs not far from the German camp. Seems to feel no need to build a dog corral. Um, hey, we can use the one on the lake expedition. <laughs> yeah. The Bearsmeyer Falcon camp is built 50 yards from the American tents, close to the landing site on the opposite side of the airstrip. Dr. Meyer and Dr. Professor Ewer... Are, uh, are exempt from camp building activities and meet in one of the large tents at 6am to speak with Acacia Lexington behind closed doors for an hour before asking Professor Moore to join them in discussions. Moore um, invites any of you who wish to attend. Oh yeah. Sure. Jenna goes. Okay. Jenna, are you going to attend the meeting with the Germans? Yes. Okay. Their questions are reasonable, friendly, and non-confrontational, uh, focusing on what has been done in the camp and how much remains to be uncovered. Um, neither Acacia nor the BFE members mention their private conversation they appear to have had over the radio that you are aware of. Um, Moore, though he would like to, does not inquire. Mayor and Ua advise the Americans that their party must rest for a while, while the long flight into camp building but will be available to help you by dinner time. I can see that uh, we must speak of the hours. Our expedition uses Greenwich Mean Time in our clocks, while your followers the proper time for your ships. It is not so. How amusing that we are just twelve hours opposite. Our midnight is your midday, and so weiter. Um, and you don't have as much stamina as us, I know. This, I think, will help us both. 
Our parties can each work while the other sleeps. In this way, uh, we shall be most effective. Do you not agree? <sighs> Mo, Mo seems to think it's a reasonable plan. <sighs> After a lengthy session of planning and review, the weary Dr. Meyer and Dr. Professor Ua excuse themselves as being in need of food and sleep. They return to their camp, talk to each other for 40 minutes in one of their tents, in German, while eating a meal and then turn in. Mo watches them walk away with a frustrated grimace. What are they up to with her? Do you yeah. think? You want me to find out? What's she up to now? I think we should at least have one German during the day shift and one of us during the evening shift. It's going to be hard to completely switch over, though. You're used to working one time, but they're used to working the other. Well, it'll take a few days mm-hmm. to switch. But still. Or we can have one guy. Well, do we, how many expedition members speak German? Hardly any. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if we have expedition members, we have two expedition members that speak German. If we have that, Mo does, but he's not going to change. He needs to. Well, no, no, no. We don't. He, you you change four hours over. Then you, the other guy gets up, and then he keeps the he keeps the other four hours. That way, it's not a massive change on one guy. Mm-hmm. You just stay up four extra hours, and you get up four extra hours early. That way, it's only a partial shift for two guys. So staying up till midnight, you stay up till four. Instead of getting up at eight, you get up at four. It's not going to be a huge shift for me. I'm from China. Yeah. You've been in China. But it is going to be. It is because you've been. And I've been in England. True. You can do it, but it won't be nice. If you want to stay away from watch German. You speak German. No. <laughs> it's going to be hard then because they really don't. What does that mean? Does that mean treason? <laughs> Very great English. So they're not going to be speaking English to begin with. I speak don't shoot in German. I'm pretty sure they made us learn that on the war. So, what are you doing? They've walked away, Casey has left. I'm going to go get as much sleep as I can before we have to work. Okay. Because we've only been asleep for like, what, an hour or two? Mm-hmm. Where's Alexia yeah. going? Acacia. Acacia. She's just heading back to her camp while you're <coughs> her asking what's going on. No, I'm going to front her. Okay. Yes, how can I help you, Charles? What the hell's going on? How do you mean? <laughs> how do you mean? The Germans show up here. Oh, yes, uh, that's no secret. Um, the Bosnia Falcon Expedition wishes to send an observer or two across the Miskatonic Mountains. Their own aircraft can't make the journey, so I've offered seats in mine. Uh, we're still arguing over the price. I intend to be high. Okay, so yeah. Hey, Ruby Rooster. Sorry. Yeah, it's kind of. But you don't have any seats now, considering you're in ours. My plane is still intact. It's my plane that can fly over the mountains. Theirs cannot. So, after my rather unfortunate accident, I um, contacted our German friends and they have offered some equipment in exchange for. Uh, couple of seats on my plane when we fly over the mountains. Yeah. yeah. That's the engine shutting down. Yeah, you were the planes, aren't you? Yeah, she okay. I'm trying to remember what exactly she said over the radio that we translated. One of the exact words for word. Quick, recite it to me. Would you like me to? I'm just trying to remember if there's anything important that I need to confront her over. Yeah, there was plenty. 
Okay. Essentially, well, to be honest, it does fit her story. She yeah. essentially was saying um, that they were going to meet and they were coming over and uh, it was all about tanks and equipment and superior aircraft, so it does seem to fit what she's saying. Alright. They could have been being honest, surely. She not just doesn't trust Starkweather. Not a case, no, yeah. we don't trust <laughs> Yo, little brown dog. I think somebody had withdrawal symptoms from people. People haven't been here for like two weeks. Oh, yes, of course. So you got too excited, didn't she you? She failed her sand check. She did fail her sand check. You fail your sand check. Are you back to normal? Oh, by the way, have you gone to go see Run Pet Boy Run? No. I've heard really funny. bad things it about it. Really you heard bad things? Yeah, I've heard really bad things. Oh, no, it is really funny. Well, it's it directed is. by David Schumer, who's a turd. <laughs> but he's, it's actually really well done, okay. you know. It's, it's the, my first Simon Pegg movie that didn't have Nick Frost in it, but still... Yeah, I don't want to watch it, because it's not got Nick Frost in it. Like. Oh, but Hank Azaria is, is funny, too. He's always funny. And even Penny Newton doesn't embarrass herself. <laughs> It's actually really, really... I mean, the ending is a little cliché, but it's still pretty funny. Yeah. Even with the, the, the fat little Hindu guy. Right. Let's see. It's a date movie. Did you like to read this, Rube? <laughs> Not. Oh, no, Cthulhu will work. <laughs> no, I'm not Cthulhu. I'm Cthulhu on She'll them. stop in a minute and she'll just sleep. Cthulhu is D10, D100. You lose D10 for seeing you even if you pass. D100. Yeah, D100. D20, It might be. Whatever it is. You lose 100. D100, D20. You lose 100 if you fail. Yeah. Which is I'll be pretty, fine. So I'll be at negatives. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> negative 9, when it gets to spell, I'll be right back. You're indefinitely insane. Is he still play? No, you're considered to be insane. But because of your insanity, you can still play your person because it's not that bad. Yeah, currently you're okay. You're just a bit. Okay. It's not like you're in a ball going. <laughs> yeah, zero at zero is batshit. Yeah. Yeah, you can't put the world and things together anymore. You're you're essentially put in an asylum until you get better. Yeah, that's what's going to happen to me in real life. I'm, I'm Sam three. Yeah, I'm Sam three. <laughs> I just hide it really well. <laughs> right. Um. The Germans. Uh, Meyer and Ua are the leaders, and at least one of them will be expected to be at hand whenever a discovery is made by the Germans. Uh, Meyer is suave and distant, while Ua is always jolly. Jolly German. <laughs> Rucker and Benick are businesslike. Bauman is flashy and charismatic, while the dogman Thim is arrogant and withdrawn. They have a dogman! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he really pretty? No, what kind a, of dog is he? He's a doberman. <laughs> he's a German shepherd. <laughs> Um, and has little interest in anything but the dog teams. Kleiser is very present but otherworldly, while Breer is always ready to lend a hand. Stoltz is bookish, quiet and friendly, while Schimmel refuses to speak to Americans at all. We know the names of the snakes next to our Have we told you? Maggie and Homer. <laughs> oh, it's just not Marge and Homer. Yeah. I don't know what, maybe they had a Marge and maybe Marge died. Maybe. Yeah. And Elisa and a Bartnell died too. <laughs> Anyone want to make me an anthropology rule? Oh, yeah, top of my Heck yeah. Hey, I got that. I have one. I got a one in that. <laughs> I, got, oh. I got a 51. You, you, hey, you need to meet it after. <laughs> yeah. 49. Ticket. Ticket. 
Oh my god, I made it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you? A warm. Okay. Yeah. Charles recognizes Dr. Professor Franz Uhr as a renowned anthropologist. Okay. Yay. You recognize him as a renowned hey, anthropologist. I know that guy. He's a renowned anthropologist. Hmm. What's he renowned for? Anthropologist. That's all I got. Yep. Okay. Maybe he's good at pub quizzes as well. The study of other cultures and yeah. You make you you wonder why an anthropologist would be an Antarctica. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. You study ancient cultures and this is Antarctica. Unless the penguins were a lot more organized than we were, you know, led to believe. <laughs> are you going so to ask are. him? Penguins yes. are very scary. Are you asking him, why are you in Antarctica? Yeah. You're a renowned anthropologist. You're, I recognize you from the Berlin Exposition. What are you I, doing here? I believe it is because I look like St. Nicholas. My position with the expedition is given as cartographer, and I am not so bad at that. But I am sure that someone somewhere chose me because they want a photo of me at the South Pole. So they have you come, yeah? Isn't Santa at the North Pole? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> nah. Humphrey. <Come> <laughs> The jig is up. Prepare to die, Americans. <laughs> <laughs> Why have you come? Hmm? Why have you come? He's looking for Yeti. They're not in America. No, that would make them Sasquatches. Related uh, species. Quite, quite intriguing. The differences are uh, rather substantial, though, including body mass. Please don't tell us them. Said <laughs> <laughs> a small voice from the other side. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, Mr. Boss today. In slow motion. <laughs> wow, you do some I will briefly summarize the many, many difficulties as follows as, yeah, okay. You get a spade around the head. Yeah. <laughs> right. The BFE are professional and work very hard. Despite everyone's suspicions, no one in the German expedition tries to steal or hide anything they find. Are you sure it's not BF? E.G. Pretty sure. Okay. Big freaking East German. Right. <laughs> what does that stand for, sorry? Bum fucking Egypt. <laughs> yeah, that was next on my list of guesses. Bass me a falcon expedition. Oh, that's what BFE used to say. BFE. I thought you were going to say BFG. <laughs> big friendly giant. No. Oh, no, it'd be German, not done. Right, you've got a big friendly German, is that? Oh, uh, oh, professor, oh. Herr Doctor oh. Professor Franz Uhr. Yeah. yeah. Oh, You're oh, going to be oh. the first to die, aren't you? Funny. He is, isn't he? That's he just a part. squid. Oh, oh, oh stuck. <laughs> look, oh, look, he's a green squid. It wants to be our friend. Devil's and he comes out petting Cthulhu. He's my pet now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Santa's really powerful. He has Dad. a pet squid. Whisper the answers. Yeah, civil puzzle does. Good enough. You've passed. <laughs> you rolled a 50 and you skill 60. Okay. You can check it. You know that their Junker tri-motors have a longer range and greater carrying capacity than the Boeing's or the Bell, but can't climb high enough to cross the mountains or reach the high plateau beyond. So the story takes us just a little further. Mm. Can they get us to Rio? 
Probably. They'd really fly quite far. Right, so throughout the day, while the newcomers sleep, you lot continue your probing in and around Lake's camp. It's murdering them in their sleep wouldn't be very heroic. What? You said probing. <laughs> oh, is that what it was? Okay, what about these? Okay, under site nine, there's like one, one above and one directly below. Around Lake's camp, there was definitely a pause. Sorry. Um, oh, car. Just lumps of ice on the oh, ground. Okay. Well, they marked them on the map. Just to piss you about. Well, they're pissing me about pretty good. The uh, work at the um, cave site seems to be going well. If you want to check Is it out. bigger than one foot? <gasps> That's your face. Stop looking at the pictures. <laughs> the, what are you else you're going to do with pictures? You can't read them. No, Unless it's like braille. Them. I like them. They taste good. Yeah. They taste like pictures. Yep. Have you um, ever picture? On the morning of Very December good. the 1st, clouds begin to lower throughout the coastal region. After a short flurry of radio messages in the wake of the German arrival, Moore and Professor Albemarle decide to risk a final flight from the barrier to Lake's camp. The two Boeings and the Bell lift off from the barrier ice as usual about 6.30 that morning, carrying loads of fuel and supplies, and arrive at the Miskatonic foothills in mid-afternoon. Starkweather radios from his scenic camp near the top of Beardmore Glacier, um, announcing that everything is clear where he is. By noon, the lowlands are locked in thick white fog. Lake's camp atop the polar plateau is still under clear skies, no more flights to or from the barrier will be possible. Is this like fog permanent? No, it'll it'll dissipate, but for now it's it's not possible to fly back. We're trapped unless we decide to fly someplace else. Mm. Or just straight. Professor Moore's noon transmission, as heard by everyone anywhere near the radio tent, is brief. He mentions the arrival of the BFE aircraft and the latest round of findings at Lake's Cave. He says very little about the dissection of the things you've excavated and nothing at all about the bloody remains that have been found in the camp. Good thing he's not a member of CNN. Starkweather transmitting from high on the side of Mount Nansen. He's concerned by the turn of events. Good Lord, Moore, he exclaims. As soon as my back's turned, you invite strangers to dinner. I must say that I don't like the idea of letting those Johnny-come-latelys share the spoils. I've had my fun, and I'll be seeing you soon. We'll whip things into shape together. I should be at the bottom of this little hill tomorrow night. Send a plane for me when I call again. Starkweather out. Click. <laughs> I say we need a... Imposter! <laughs> Imposter! You owe her five dollars for copyright. As Lexington steps into the tent for her turn at the microphone, Moe stops her with a gentle hand and an urgent look. We're still not saying anything about the murders, are we, ma'am? Murders? Casey looks at Mo for a long, concern, a considering moment before answering. We're still silent, she says, for now. Just keep James Starkweather out of my hair. Her transmission is guarded and brief. That afternoon, Lexington's people throw themselves into working, clearing the camp alongside you lot. Moe and several of the other scientists pitch in as well. Everyone seems determined to uncover as much as possible before the new scientists can muscle in. So you dig up some more stuff. Yeah. Clear some more ice, dig out some more tents, check out some footprints. You can check out the cave if you want. And check out that little bit of thing down in the bottom corner behind the... Um... Yeah, the one with the morning checker. Yeah, oh. the, the circle, the... looks like... 
Looks like a circle uh, eight, of stone. Yeah, Tix, eight, it's eight. quite heavily encased in the ice because it's been quite far from the rest of the camp. Oh, well. Okay. Takes you quite a while to uncover it and That's break through the I'm ice. I'm very curious. Hey, use your flamethrower. Fart. Um, the Germans will let you use their ice cutters, which oh, they have. The Germans with flamethrower like that. Rocks. No, they have ice knives, <laughs> I believe they're called, which are somewhere in here. Yeah, the Bosnia Falcon ice knives are a simple gadget but very convenient. A 10-inch loop of heavy copper tubing is heated to almost red-hot by electricity, while a small pump draws off the resulting liquid through a warm tube. It's quite like thing they to use for putting foam. Yeah. But with a tube instead of um, a wire. Yeah. A portable derivative and more common industrial tools, these must be connected to a powerful generator, since each ice knife requires 800 watts to operate. Their convenience and flexibility in close quarters makes them extremely useful in a dig like the one at Lake's camp. Then why didn't we bring a team? You don't have this technology. The team with two ice knives can clear a site in only three hours, half the normal time required. It's going to take six to clear this one because it's so heavily iced in. Ice knives, however, are not very different from carve uh, efficient effect. They're not very efficient for carving large blocks of ice or in other applications where simple tools such as saws and axes can be used. So yeah, they're, they are almost... They, these have been exclusively designed for uncovering frozen remains, you think. Joy! You wouldn't bring them to um, just cut up a block of ice. They're specifically for thawing things out, you suspect. The ice knife weighs yeah. three pounds... And okay. he's well, obviously has a big battery attached to it. Yeah. Anyway, it takes you a lot, most of the day to uncover this. It's hard work. Um, you realise after you've uncovered it that this is Dyer's campsite. When the rescue team arrived, this is where his temporary yeah. campsite was. Okay. Um, you can find the remains of some tents that were abandoned, as well as um, a small dog enclosure. Um, you also find a couple of aircraft parts here, but um, there's also a rubbish heap um, that you find, some smoking pipes, and some um, cigar butts, yeah. but that's all you find in the camp. So there's no... That guy German. that went missing, was Ged- he German? Gedney, no. No, so that's what it's like an Irish name. He was American. American, crazy American. Okay, is there any place we haven't looked other than the hummocks? Um, I've crossed everything off of this map. So other than the aircraft sheds, which you think are going to take a long time to excavate, because they're huge. But we have these knives. Yeah, it's going to take a long time. That cut slivers. Yeah. Ooh. Ruby, you're not supposed to bite your tongue like that. We haven't investigated these two. What you doing? We haven't investigated these four. Let's investigate one of yes. those. Well, the hummocks. Yeah. Most, most said to leave those until the cave Why? has been excavated. You could have a look at the cave if you want. Fine. Most told you to leave those until the cave has been excavated some more, just in case. Because obviously after finding those horrible dead bodies, he was a bit concerned. That we might find more horrible dead bodies? There's only one guy missing. <laughs> It's not like the rescue party showed up and was all dead. Yeah, we'll find him alive and all the things. <laughs> I shoot him. 
alive after three years in the Antarctic. Yep, we have no idea how he survived. He is the ultimate survivor. He's survivor man in tech. He's sitting there. Yeah, we were watching that last night. It's so late. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Survivor <laughs> man. Yeah. yeah it's we have bad. a British equivalent called Ray Mears, and he is just so superior. What is, oh. it's, Ray Mears is like a big, fat boy scout who goes into places and he says, this is how to do stuff. Survivor Man is a guy who goes into the middle of nowhere, quite ill-prepared, and goes, oh, shit, this is how you don't do stuff. And he just seems a, like a really random person. There was a British game show that used to come on. I never got the name of it. it was like, they were doing paintball, but like secret missions. It was, it's on the, it was on the outdoor network. And I was just... I it could be anything. It could be anything. We okay. have some random game shows. We do. Okay, because that was the whole... It was like a spy thing that they had paintball, and they, they had an American team go in there, and it was kind of weird because they had a guy from... Uh, like Thibodeau, Louisiana, do the speaking. They subtitled it. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna go look around the dig site? Sure. Okay. Yeah. The site of Lake's drilling platform at the subterranean cave where he found his most amazing finds is southwest of the camp, about a quarter mile. The native stone approaches the surface here very closely and can be seen as darkening in the ice. The wind is strong and constant here. The ground is, for the most part, utterly free of snow. The drill site itself is a tangle of twisted ice-rhymed metal that protrudes like a clenched, misshapen fist from a depression in the surface some five feet across. The exposed pipes and lines are thick with rime. Heavy icicles extend horizontally from the larger bars, some of a foot or more in length. On all sides of the depression, the ice is cracked and uneven, with a scattering of gravel and small rocks close, close beneath the surface. Near sight, the ice still clearly bears the marks of a well-used trail. Dark tracks create a path that points directly to the main camp. Tracks show signs of booted feet, dog sleds, sled runners, and with a spot hidden, Jack? Hint, hint. Yeah. Wait, wait, do we have to make this, or is this something that shouldn't be made? <laughs> 48. Can't uh, see you. I'm yeah. fine. I'm good. Anyone who hasn't marked it can tick it. Um, Taking it. This is like the third time I would have ticked it. This is one game. Oh well. You also <laughs> see faint traces of one or two stippled triangular footprints. About twenty feet from the edge of the depression is a waist-high mound of snow, about twenty feet in length, extending downhill. The snow build-up covers the tailing pipe from the dig. A mound of rock fragments, bits of soil, fossils, and ice chunks. Dredged up from the hole made by the Pabodi drill. I wonder what kind of snowshoes made those funny triangular prints. Weird triangular snowshoes. Maybe they're like newfangled Nike ones. Nike snowshoes. They look like they're from Iceland. They're small feet. This is true. Anyone would like to make a geology roll? Oh, yeah, top of my sure. skills. I can't even see my sheet. Come on, give me a one. Holy crap, I didn't make it. Okay. I have one. We've all got one. It's because the Ned, geologist... Ned has 41. Oh, okay. The, current, the geologist is currently in New York going, Ow! I made it. I rolled a freaking one. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. Nice one. You can, you can tick geology. Nice one, dude. Tick geology. Wait a minute. Those elementary school classes are coming back to me. <laughs> you... You readily identify the rock types and specimens, sandstones and schists, mostly from the Jurassic and Triassic periods, with a few glossy black chunks and chips, similar to obsidian, but not igneous in nature. There is also a large amount of limestone material here, richly laced with fossils, 
of various marine creatures. Hmm. Got my year of geology. That's ignorance. Hey, check off that uh, giant megalodon shark fossil for me, would you? I appreciate that. <laughs> um. Hello. Hello. Yeah, the men are still drilling around and digging into the hole. They they seem to be pretty much through the blockage. <coughs> they through the ice plug that's blocked the hole. <laughs> Ned did it first. What? He looked at me funny. You're bad, Ned. Sleeping We're all bad. The same thing. <laughs> you look so tired. You're right. I've been sleeping. What time did no. you go to bed this morning? <laughs> Did you go to bed this morning? Did you go to bed yesterday morning? <laughs> Two's not too bad for you. No, that's what he's done. Oh, oh no, only six hours sleep. That's what I usually get. It's a little bit like that's almost like mine. We need a banana in the morning then. You're around as <laughs> they start to pull the um, drill bit out of the cave. Okay. You reckon that you could well go in now? I keep envisaging it like the hole that's left behind by the thing that shoots from space in that film about things from space. And Alien vs. Predator. Yeah, that film. That was a like, stupid ass Great big hole in the ground. Yeah, yeah perfectly mm. carved. What carved this? Great big fat laser <laughs> on a search from space. I love that film. It's Could so be worse bad. than Alien vs. Predator 2. I haven't seen that. Yeah. I thought, yeah, Nobody I did. I, I did. We did. We went and saw the next. Oh, Number two. Okay. From yeah. the s- oh, I like fight scenes. From the surface cave is a dark hole in the ice about five feet across, with rough, jagged edges somewhat smoothed by man and weather. Ice and limestone rock three feet thick open away on two sides. The floor is visible ten feet below the surface. Directly beneath the original opening is a large gasoline engine, half crushed and on its side, amidst a number of hoses, pipes and drill heads, obviously part of the original Pabodi drill. Cave is low, only seven or eight feet from floor to ceiling. There is little snow or ice within, thanks to the protective cover of the ice plug. So Kim Elijah won't have a hard time in here. Jumping or climbing down should not be difficult, though it is somewhat dangerous without a ladder due to the presence of all the equipment immediately below. I also probably killed the one guy that wasn't, you know, mangled. <laughs> And stop smiling when he does that. Good, 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 good. So, anyone going in? No? I want to. Moe turns up as they pull out the drill, orders a tent awning erected over the hole the moment the blockage is removed, and uh, goes and tries to find a short ladder from the surface to the floor. But if you want to jump in, you can. You got a jump skill? I'll jump. You can do jump or dex times three, whichever you like. <laughs> Alright, let's see which one's higher. You're going to jump in a plugged in hole. 25 or dex times three. With Eight times three is less than 25, uh-huh. I assume. That's 24. Alright, well then I'll have to do jump. Go for it. You're probably going to die. <laughs> <laughs> well, that explains a broken neck. <laughs> 28. Holy crap. Three off. Horror. You're so close, I'll not let you break a leg. Aww. You land inside and stumble and you kind of fall. Stop yourself just before your head lands on a great big jutting out piece of metal. Well, I just jumped out. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> You're in. You're in Lake's cave. That's awesome. This cave is a beautiful and eerie place. 
One minute later, the letter. As you've already made the geology check, I'll give you the rest for the geology roll. Uh, it is a limestone chamber hollowed out from the inside from inside the mountain long ago, most likely by the trickle of water from some long vanished spring or creek. The walls are pale tans, peaches, and greens. Hundreds of stalactites and stalagmites create a fairy forest of columns and spires that limit visibility to only a few yards in any direction. The cave floor immediately beneath the opening is dark with mud churned up by boot prints and devoid of any trace of its original state. To one side of the opening is a small wooden folding table containing a number of small fossil fragments, a kerosene lantern and a small tin of lucifer matches. The lantern still has fuel in it and lights quickly, if would you want to light it. Yeah, I was going to ask that. You light the lantern. (coughs) Next to the table is a number of shallow trays and boxes which have been tipped over and pushed aside, their contents of carefully labelled fossil bones and bits of rock spilled across the ground and forgotten. Away from the hole, the cavern is much more pristine. 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 Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, angry puppy. Schnauzers! Normally, if, you, if Hal says it in a certain voice, she'll go running around the house going, ah, I'm barking. Let's not wind her up anymore. I'm trapped, isn't it? It's Diana's bum that wound her up. She's like, where's Diana's head gone? All right, there, you're a little monkey. You're a little smoky monkey. Right, where were we? Yes, pristine. <laughs> <laughs> Do it Pris- again. Yeah. Ready, everybody? Pristine. Woof! Only one mouse. Get a little monkey. Okay, so you just have her yeah. woofing and just have her every time you say pristine. <laughs> woofing, yeah. Pristine. Woof! Pristine. Yes, I do. Bye bye, Puffy. No, you do her. Okay, I'll stop winding you up now. Okay. The cave extends randomly in many directions and is irregular in outline. Much of it cannot be reached without blasting due to the thick collection of stalactite pillars that bar the way. The floor of the cave is more level than the walls and is not... Perpendicular? No. The floor of the cave is more level than the walls. Obviously it's the floor. (laughs) (laughs) It's a circle. It's a cave, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's, well, no, it's a cave, but you wouldn't say the walls were level particularly, would you? They're walls. Smooth. Yeah, maybe that's what it means. And is and is not true limestone at all, but a thick sedimentary deposit of soil and fossil fragments washed from elsewhere by the action of a long gone river. Does he just have to take all the dead fossils? The why the floor is more level. The deposits are built up one upon the next to considerable heights in places where stalactites have caught objects against them. Frequent passage is, blo- uh, is blocked by fossil masses. Truly, this place is a paleontological treasure trove. I feel it is my duty to help the, the average Joe listener in that tights go down and mites go up. Tights go down and mites go up, that's right. <laughs> Duh. Tights come down and mites go. Yep. Just yeah. wanted to help oh. out. So like they yeah. cling tight. They cling tight to the ceiling. The other ones are mighty to push. <laughs> Tights go down. That's how I memorized it. Mites go up. 
It's a bit ruder. If you try and do that again, <laughs> you're in serious trouble. Uh, anyone with a successful geology, biology, botany, or paleontology role that's in the cave. Woo, geology. Mora's landed with a ladder, so you can go down now. <laughs> I'm going to try every single one. Maybe I'll get a one again. Can I come down to the cave? Is it, what were the four? Geology? Geology, biology, <laughs> botany, and paleontology. Oh, I, I just don't have them. I have all the other sciences and humanities. No. Things. You're not no. really rolling well. No. You are rolling well. Yes. Yeah, Pick anyone you succeed in. Okay. I passed in biology. Okay. Uh, you quickly discern an amazing variety of fossil remains here. In the first 20 yards, more shells and bones from many periods tertiary cycads and mesozoic tree ferns, and more animal specimens from periods from the Cretaceous to the Eocene may be found than what a team of experts might expect to catalogue in years of hard work. Mollusks, crustaceans, fish, amphibians, reptiles, birds, early mammals, life great and small, known and unknown, are all represented in this fabulous fossil trash heap. Fossil, yes. <laughs> Modern science knows no comparable find. I'm okay, guys. You, you guys work on it. I'm here for the rest of the adventure. A faint current of air can be felt in the caverns, tangibly stronger away from the ceiling entrance. This current, combined with the freshness of the air in the cave, leads to the conclusion that the cave connects to a much larger system beneath the Antarctic uplands. Exploring such a system would easily take decades. For the moment, however, exploration is not necessary. The course of the lake team's investigations can be clearly followed in the passages near the entrance. Priceless matrices of sediment and rare and unknown fossils have been broken down and casually pushed aside. Boot prints clearly mark a well-used passage which follows the faint breeze upwind, angling slightly downhill for about 40 feet through the cave to a region that is heavily excavated. Tool marks on the walls and floor show where large amounts of rock and matrix have been dug away. The result is an open oval chamber, 20 feet in length and roughly 10 deep, whose floor is 4 feet below that of the surrounding cavern. A series of deep depressions in the sediment at the end of this well-marked stretch clearly show imprints of the forms of several of those creatures. Deep cuts in the surrounding rock and soils show where attempts have been made to establish the age of things from surrounding material. However, even a cursory inspection shows, with a successful biology or geology check... No. And geology no? Woo! Woo! Yes. No. No? I think he's yes. success before he should be... I've got a really high biology. Oh, yeah. Uh, the matrix here contains a mixture of fossil creatures from ages as diverse as the Precambrian and the Cenozoic, and provides no useful context for dating of specimens. Look at this. This has no tick useful biology. knowledge whatsoever. I have already ticked Beyond this spot, occasional scuffs and blazes show where someone has passed by, but there is no solid tracks or trails to indicate that much exploration was done. A successful track roll... Oh, I have tracks. Wow, we've all got tracks. Oh. 42, no. I failed. Oh, missed it by three. Sure. Oh, Batman has 10%. Batman doesn't have track? I had 33, and I rolled a 30. Uh, I, I 30. usually have Robin with me. Oh, Robin with track. Yeah, he's the one. Oh, good golly, Batman. No. Look, Batman, it's, it's an obvious Ooh. clue. Okay. 
Very good. Nice. So essentially, that's the initial cave. Isn't that exciting? Yes. We'll start cataloging it, and everybody, nobody has to, nobody has to go any further. This is all we have to check out. That's funny. Then a week later, we can go home, and we'll all survive. No, we won't. I'll end up going insane again. She's already gone. Okay, the rest of us can go home. Me and you. I just had an episode. An episode. It's an ongoing episode. Apparently it's a two-parter. I'm all fine now. I'm all good. I realized how stupid it was of me to get upset by something. It was clearly so mundane in nature. Let's finish up December the 1st and then we can call it quits. Is that why you're wearing your new Cthulhu jammies? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Oh, we can have a New Year's Eve party and get drunk. Woohoo! That's what we need, the alien invading when we are all drunk. Hey, you buddy. have bit. <laughs> yeah. You do some exploration of the caves. Yes. Dig out some fossils and shit. After dinner at seven o'clock, the BFE party begins its day. You have to say that really slowly so you don't say BFG, do you? Yeah. <laughs> Him and the dog handler seeks out Fikarsen and Sorensen to talk shop and discuss dogs. Bray attends, tunes, and guards his plane, cleaning the windshield, brushing off snow, and testing gasoline drums and impurities. Bauman wanders through the American camp making conversation and offering to help with small tasks. I've got this itch that needs dealing with. What? Oh, very funny. He's not the pretty one, is it? I thought he was pretty. Maybe, it might be him. The other two tri-motors are restarted and with only their pilots aboard go winging off directly to the south at about 7.30pm. Uh, Investigators with a successful pilot roll or navigate check. You guys cursed me. Every character I've played any of your games has an appearance of eight. (laughs) Maybe we're just giving you a real. Maybe you need to play Cyberpunk. Eight's really (laughs) good. Leave my pilot. My appearance is 13. 1% chance. Check it. Oh, what are we doing? You infer from the aircraft speed and direction that the Germans probably have a supply dump within 100 miles of the pole. It's exciting, isn't it? The two BF radio men and Herr Kleiser, their meteorologists, spread out across the camp, photographing and charting the site already laid bare, while four men, Mir, Ua, Ruka and Benick, approach Professor Moe and ask for a guide to show them the, discovered, the discoveries to date. Moe naturally turns the group over to you lot. Show them everything, he sighs. We can't hide anything here. Everything. Well... Just show them the things we've dug up. Don't show them the can. Gotcha. The four men ask many questions during their tour, examining the finds with varying degrees of interest. Benek is most interested in the remains of the old Pabodi drill. Dr. Meyer looks closely at the undiscovered signs of the massacre, especially in the dissection tent, paying especial attention to the curious marks and scribblings that he finds in the... Uh, by cleaning off some of the snow on the um, anatomy book. Where are we? Professor Ewer looks over uh, the remains of the snow hillocks, while Rooker's interest is in core samples and the cave. Germans are respectful and well-mannered, asking permission before moving or examining any item that's been found. Their only annoying trait is frequent assignation that the Bears Meyer Falcon Expedition's equipment is superior to that of the other expeditions, 
especially galling because frequently the assertion is correct. Yeah, I was going to say, they are German. <laughs> Everything's clearly better. Yeah, Observant right. investigators notice something interesting. Successful psychology rolls, please. Oh, I have psychology, and I'm quite good at it, although I can't do my character at all. All my dice. Missed by three. Oh, we're doing psychology. Oh, I missed my freaking two. Psychopath. <laughs> JK. I rolled a seven. Oh, <laughs> Jenna, being crazy, closer to crazy than anyone else, realizes. <laughs> Hold on, psychoanalysis. I'm going to try to cure Jenna. What do you know? I rolled a one. I made 56. It, yeah. Lose 54 more sanity. <laughs> <laughs> you realize that Rooker and Bennick are alternately fascinated and repelled by the finds at Lake's camp. The other two men, Mayer and Ua, show no signs of surprise at anything they're shown. It's as if they already expected everything they're seeing. An occasional small glance or nod between the two of them seems to confirm that they know something they've not yet shared. I'll go get the pistol with them, the pistol. Mm-hmm. Mayor and the others tour the camp for three hours before carefully, uh, before carefully and with close attention to small details. At ten o'clock, after they've examined and uncovered parts of the Miskatonic camp, commented on the techniques used to expose the remains, the four men thank you lot um, and wish them a pleasant evening. We shall begin our own work now. There is much to do and we do not wish to deprive you of your sleep. Niktva. Come see me after your breakfast and we shall compare notes. They walk towards the camp, hooded heads closed together in quiet conversation. What, What notes were made on that book that he found? Just seemed to be sort of random scribbling. Like somebody doodling almost. Oh, okay. Like somebody doodled on the page. Um, anybody telling anybody anything before you go to bed? Before you go to bed? Before you go to bed? <laughs> um, yes, I'll, we'll have a little caucus. Caucus. Yep. Oh, Are you inviting Mo to caucus? Or? Uh, yes. Okay, so Mo arrives. Oh. Well, what do they want? Yeah, what does caucus mean? <laughs> Conflab. Have a chat. Chat. We're gonna rap. Turn the chair around backwards. What's <laughs> up, yeah. dude? It's a political term. <laughs> um, so you'd watch it if you, you'd know it if you watch Project One Way. Go on. Um, He's a guy, these so he two doesn't. guys, whose names are Hans and Franz, are equally repulsed and fascinated by what they see. But these other two guys, whose names are something else, I uh, don't seem very surprised by any of it, like they expected to see it. That's interesting. Well, they're thinking about murders or something? Hmm? Yeah, well, the people we found out, particularly, maybe they know something we don't. Maybe they do. Well, how are we going to talk? Blame, I blame that whoever over there. Perhaps. Uh, I would wait and see what we go. I mean, I have to admit, I am a little concerned. we got to use the... What if they destroy evidence? Poster. What could we do? Would we even know? How do we know that Pabodi himself didn't kill them all with Dyer's help? Well, clearly somebody went a little bit crazy here and, and, and performed these awful murders. The I don't think missing. there's anything more to be said from this side Just to that. say they didn't show up then. And... Yeah, how do we know the Germans didn't do this in the first place? Well, I think it might not be amiss if one of us stayed up to help Dr. Mayer's people this evening. We don't need any more surprises. I need my to sleep. He strides away in the night to ten, uh, to his tent. Who's staying up? Anyone? I will. Okay, I'll stay up. You are disappointed in what you've seen. The Bowsmere Falcon party members meet briefly in one of their own tents, then haul a large amount of equipment to one of the sites of interest and begin to carefully expose its interior. 
They take their time, record everything on paper and film, and examine each detail. At first, they try to use their sled teams to haul equipment around the site and quickly discover that even Thim's expert handling of the dogs is not enough to calm them in the presence of the mounds and your science tent where those things are. After a few minutes of frenzied howling and barking... Pristine. The sled teams are withdrawn. One sled <laughs> carrying a powerful no. generator, as well as other supplies, is manhauled to the chosen site. No, no, no. no. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's see which site they pick. If you've uncovered that one, we're no. the four hummocks. It's already cleared. Stats work. The dog corral. They've done that one. We've uh, crossed off everything already, except for those ones we were told not yeah. to do. They they decide to excavate one of those hummocks. Okay. With a thing inside. Every item and observation is noted down, photographed and entered into May's chart on the camp. Uh, on, they continue this work until breakfast. By then the team will have amassed a considerable amount of detail on the hummock and its contents of the evil monster. Uh, part of the party also spends time at the old aircraft shelters. They do not try to free them from the ice, but probe cut a small opening into each one, stopping after a few feet. Uh, these openings are marked and then abandoned until morning. Um, Mayor walks up and says, A gift for Herr Professor Moore. That's an ear, isn't it? <laughs> what is it? The, um, the aircraft hangars, we have uh, opened them a little. Uh, we will uh, have a meeting and maybe open them together. Some of them appear to be intact. Dr. Mayer, who directs the work, knows what he's looking for. Why would you write that? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's just in the middle of the text. He knows what he's looking for and he gets it, and you're not yeah. supposed to read this out loud. But on to the rest of the story. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just maddening. It's so badly written. It's not. What they needed to do, what they never do in Cthulhu Adventures, is block out the text that is player safe. From the text that isn't there's some of that because I've got that's because there's so many as player safety. This is why the descriptions of like the buildings you've excavated. I have a what went on in this building thing, yeah. so I know what went on and it's in italics underneath. But the rest of it's just mixed in player description with non-player description in one big block of text, and it's lovely but also very dull. Right, they all go to bed. They're gonna open something with you in the morning of December the 2nd which will be next session. Can I have your pencil so I can write crap down? Yes. Uh, explore caves. Jenna went insane. I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where we I had lots of experience with that. Jenna went insane. Is that in the dissection tent? Uh, no, it was in the tent where people's faces had been Oh, yeah, the cairn excavation, yeah. Jenna. Crackers. <laughs> Alright, and explored the caves, you then watched Germans work. There we go. Your XP no for this session. Oh no, we're not playing D&D. &D. Yay! You end on 
the morning of the 2nd of December. On page 150, the section, The Die is Cast. Nice. Oh, yeah, can you get the thing for me? Uh, what oh. thing? What you got? <laughs> I say that. Does anybody? Does anybody? <laughs> like, no.